Yeah. Have you guys seen Collateral Damage 2002? With Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Andrew Davis, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cla- uh, I saw Collateral I Damage know. in 2002. <laughs> That's not if I would have seen it, I would have seen it in 2002. Uh, was that the, not the movie? It, I watched Collateral Collateral Beauty with Will Smith and oh, Edward That Norton. looked like a snooze and fest. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that. Just kidding. The Dame. There's another regular Collateral. There's another movie called Collateral with Kate Winslet. Yeah, or Emma Watson. There's like a Netflix series with Carrie Mulligan called Collateral. I just saw that today, and I'm like, I might want this out. (laughs) Kind of. They're both British. (laughs) None of those are the movie that we watched today, though. None of that was the shit we watched. Yeah, no. Okay, well, <laughs> did you guys watch all that and not this? I watched the miniseries Collateral. I watched Collateral <laughs> Beauty with Will Smith and, and Collateral Damage. Collateral Damage and then with Arnold I have, Schwarzenegger and John Turturro. I I, I, I I get around to that one. Did you happen to watch Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? Yeah. That's the movie we're talking about. I watched that one. All right, I watched that one, too. The Michael Mann joint? Was that, is this the best Michael Mann movie to watch? Uh, Well, we've all seen Heat. We've all seen Last of the Mohicans. He's so good, though. He's but so, we've it, seen this made me want to watch Heat again. I haven't Same. seen. Dude, Heat guys, in a while. this is just as good as its own way. Are the are the act are the both characters as good? No, but I think that Tom Cruise's character is just as good as those characters. This, this could have been a B plot in, in, in Heat that are that are better than all the characters in this movie. I mean, I think you just like the acting in those movies better. You just like the fact that it's Pacino and De Niro. That's what it is. De Don't Niro get me wrong. He is, he, it's one of the best movies ever made. But we've all seen it. Like we, I mean, are we, if we had, if we're I not could rewatch playing it. by the rules, I could give it a rewatch. Should we stop this? I mean, go watch we, all, we, all saw, we all saw this, but I didn't see this since it was literally in theaters. Eight the end of Heat so when the, they're holding That hands. was the fair thing. I, I cried. Yeah, I did. Uh, fun fact, in researching this movie, watching the making of this movie, which I hope you guys re- uh, watched that thing I sent you, it was pretty informative. I watched the Heat version of the making too, and I was just like, damn, this movie oh, that's is all so good. It just made me want to watch Heat. Yeah, he's great. But have you guys seen his other movies? Like, Last of the is great. The Insider's great. Man Fucking Ali, Ali, Manhunter, Thief, Ali. The only Ali. two movies that he made that I didn't like were Miami Vice and Black Cat. Even, um, even the movie he made with Johnny Depp, where he plays Don Gillinger, is pretty great. That's a pretty great movie. Black Mass. Is Public Enemy? Public Enemy, yeah. Oh, I, was, I forgot, man. Did Public Enemy. I yeah, did that. Was I see that. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is his digital digital camera close-up, super close to your face era, which I actually love. I don't love. know if I like that. I'm pretty, that. I'm pretty into that. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? They were just fucking with new technology to be like to be cool. Silver Fox? Silver Fox? Tom Cruise The digital cuts. I just, I don't know. They just seemed jarring to me, and it just felt weird at times, where I just wish they would have just stuck with their... Because it was like random. I think he was going for that. I think he's going for that. Just to be clear. Did you do the making me this week on making me watch? Did you do the thing? We are this making this week on making me watch. We are watching Collateral, two thousand. You said that. You said that terribly. By even say movies. <clears throat> the movie you're making me watch today is Collateral, two thousand four, by Michael Mann. Two ends, starring Jason Statham and Jada Pinkett Smith. Facts. Facts. They were in there. They were in there. So was Peter Berg and fucking the dude who plays Hulk now. They were in there. Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I really, I was like, I I remember this movie and I, 
Yeah, Ruffalo is cool. Ruffalo's I thought Statham would like have more shit. When I saw Statham, like I forgot he was in this, and I got excited for more Statham, and then there was just no more Statham. This was we pre Jason Statham. Statham era. This is before Jason got, Statham got was excited. Jason Statham. This is the this is after Transporter, was, I think. I bet. No, I think this was mm-hmm. before Transporter. I think this is right before. I think this is like when that Guy Ritchie movie Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrel. No, uh, that was definitely. Maybe you're before. right. Was maybe like Transporter was earlier. Maybe it was. You may have, maybe you're right. Because that, that character almost seemed like he was he the Transporter. Could be the transporter. Guy. He was just, he was just handing off a package. Okay, so yeah. Okay, this was. so this was. This was. This was. Was this? Was this the trans? Was this the transformer? Trans. Some people might say that. Transporter. I mean, it makes sense. I feel like the transporter would hang That's out with character. Tom Cruise's character. They're kind That's of both character. crazy motherfuckers. Just gives him a package. Cameo. Maybe yeah. he transported yeah, that package. Was. I mean, he certainly transported that yeah. package ambulatorially from point A to yeah. point B. What I liked about this movie is what Angeles. Michael Mann also did in Heat, which he did in this, was that he took a city that everyone knows pretty well, and he kind of like shows it in a very, very course like. Vis- visually stunningly new way but tells it in a way that you're like damn like it's this a, is a really cool LA way to show this city exactly so was he you know what i mean great la movie yeah. in a different way it was 90s la on film and this is fucking mid-2000s la with like crazy lighting and fucking weird ass angles and fucking nighttime cool aerial shit. shots a lot of night yeah. stuff. lots of those it's amazing yeah, it was the whole movie was at night it was one night yeah i think so well, you have to do i mean you, you because I think that was one of the reasons they shot digital is so that they could yeah so they shoot see night shit night. Night. yeah see what's going yeah. on like the exteriors but it was still some of it was film was it not I thought most of it was he film, said like ninety percent was shot what they called it HD he was they shot on the Viper camera the Sony Viper which I had never heard of before well you guys have seen the, the movie The color. Room right the, the the great movie The Room The Room yes. Yeah, the, they just they just lined up a film and a, and a digital next to each other. You know that you see this in the making of movie uh, that that James that, Franco movie. movie. This is maybe how they R. shot R. This. James Franco. Yeah. I don't think they did that, Jake. I don't know. That's how no, I thought. I'm it, pretty they sure did. they shot this on digital of uh, camera called the Sony Viper, which is one of like the first incarnations of a digital camera to be used professionally. Okay. Besides for the F900 that George Lucas used. Okay. Michael Mann adopted Max. the digital look for a while. He made he made this movie. He made uh, Miami Vice, and he made Collateral. All uh, I mean, um, Public Enemies, all the same way. Public Enemies is shot just like this with those close ups and shit. But like, Max. he never used to do that. His old movies were very, very classic. You know what I mean? Like Heat and Insider. Yeah, exactly. I think Ali was kind of like this too. Actually, I think Ali shot like this too. Yeah, Ali had that. Like that weird... was Emmanuel Lubeski though. That, that was DP by Cheeto yeah. Lubeski. Who did this one? Uh, Dion Beeb, some British dude. Never heard of him. Yeah. yeah. The thing about Michael Mann is, is Michael Mann's like a true auteur in that, like, this is his movie. Like everything about this, he's a he's like he's picking the angles, he's picking the shots, he's doing he all that the city. Shit. Like, this he's... was originally supposed to be in uh, in New York. I heard it was Chicago. Wait. Was it New York? Yeah. I don't know. I I saw New York I heard and it, it makes <laughs> it was another city somewhere <laughs> in the United it States. It makes sense because because New York it is like you. That's where you had cabs. Like uh, jump in a cab, yeah, cabs, yeah, like, for sure. And, and yeah. and but I don't know, but, but that's what made sense to me. But once Michael Mann signed on, then it became a a love letter to LA Angeles. He was great. very much like be... that too. He yeah, that's why it reminded me Heat so much because it was like very LA centric. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like this could be like a cool Tony Scott movie. It'd be yeah. much more stylized if it was a Tony Scott movie. <laughs> There'd be a lot more frenetic editing. That's for sure. 
Like, I mean, there well, was there was, was some in this. There I definitely had a, a good amount in that. I think yeah. it's very frantic. That's what I meant to say, frantic. frantic. I didn't mean to say frenetic. I, yeah, where sometimes it like felt unnecessary because it almost took it almost it distracted me. Like where I was like into the story, but then suddenly I'm like, oh, paying attention to the shot. Like I'd rather yeah. just be like, it just it was very yeah, like sometimes very jarring. Maybe purposefully with, at the time. Yeah. I'm certainly purposefully. Yeah. But yeah, was... when like things got chaotic, it became more like handheld, more shaky, and shit like that. When for like, sure, you know, most like the just for sure. conversations were all just lock offs and stuff. I mean, I think visually this movie's pretty great. I think this is a pretty cool movie. Like, would I personally choose shots that he chose? Probably not, but I still respect him and think it did a great job with the characters. I thought some of the shots on Tom Cruise, those close-ups are pretty epic. Yeah. I think this is also like top three or four Tom Cruise roles. The, I think the Tom Cruise character is what saved this movie for me. Like his character was so interesting. Character was awesome. The movie itself, I thought, was had some issues, yeah, the, but the overall, first, the whole Jada like Pinkett part was it. boring as fuck until until um, Tom Cruise gets. That was in such there. a that was such a Californian conversation. It's like, why don't you take Slauson up to the. <laughs> La Brea and then take La Brea to 6th Street and then let land you in a downtown. Well, I mean, the guy's driving a cab, so what conversation are they going to have? It's just it that, I know it's just funny because that's situation. such a Los Angeles conversation. Like, everyone sure. fucking Los Angeles. Sure. I mean, of course, because sure. Well, listen, listen, there's a bunch of different ways you can set the Jada Pinkett character because you had to set her up somehow because she's the yeah. person who's going after in the end, obviously. So you're, you're talking about a movie about a fucking she cab. You got to yeah. set it up in the cab. Like, what the other fuck away you going to do? Is he going to be filling his gas tank and then he talk outside of the cab? The fuck other that, way you gonna do? That's this? a great idea. You're right. No, and you're then, right. Like, something catches on fire, and then they both got to put it out. And then she's like, "Hey, thanks for helping me put out the fire." <laughs> you're a lawyer. Hey, the cabins with <laughs> yeah, this. We're gonna, gonna sue me. this fucking place. <laughs> it was just a funny, very elegant. <laughs> that would have been yo an Tony amazing Scott or not Tony Scott. Yo, uh, <laughs> what's you to Statham, Michael Mann? Uh, you got tell do, redo this. <laughs> Director's cut. What the fuck just happened? You have a brain aneurysm for 10 seconds or what? You get Michael Bad, Tony Scott, Jason Statham, do this. What the fuck? Um stroked. All right, so I guess we should talk about what this what this is then. Yeah. Uh, the movie opens up with Jason Statham and Tom Cruise in the airport, and then Jada Pinkett and Jamie Foxx in a cap. Go. Yeah. Uh, well, it shows. Go. It opens up with Tom Cruise at an airport. Bumps into this dude played by Jason Statham. They're both dressed like fucking studs. They both look like they fuck. These guys fuck yeah, for yeah. sure. They're, they're and, dressed like they're just like how you imagine like De Niro and Heat would dress. A hundred. They they wear suits. That's how they like great. You know what? They wear, they wear gray suits right. and they look great. Yeah. 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 Damn, dude. I watched that making of the Heat thing and I was like, God damn, this movie's so good. <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch Heat fucking today <laughs> so or something. We should watch Heat. I have the fortieth. I have the fortieth anniversary edition, which is pretty good. It's like ten minutes longer. with some scenes they cut it out. It's pretty great. Um. Anyway, back to collateral. Um. They so he they exchange a briefcase and Tom Cruise is looking like straight up just like good. I mean, he's silver fox in it, looking like he's banging bitches, breaking necks, doing whatever you need him to do. He's he's being ends. A grizzled Tom. <laughs> I don't know what not, ends not, is, not, not your typical like smiley, clean cut Tom Cruise. It's Tom, like dude, dude. It's Ray fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter Tom what Cruise he looks don't play like. roles like this. Tom Cruise don't play roles like this. What do you this? mean? This is, this is a different role for him. His personality is still Tom Cruise. He like that, like kind of arrogant, kind of like, like super, like clever, like super, like you know. 
Yeah, but Tom Cruise is usually very vibrant and like uppity, and this was not that in any he way. He was super personable. He's a super nice guy. Like I would want to be this guy's friend until I find uh, out he's a murderer. He's personable in a way that he's trying to find out info from you, so he has something on you. You kind of personal. No, he's trying to I mean? be deep. He he's, he went to connection with people. He's deep, dude. He's he cares deep. about people. It's weird. It's an interesting character. He talks to I mean, you like I imagine he doesn't Cruise. care about people. It, he does. He does to a certain extent. He kills at will and has no, no sympathy. For he doesn't kill at will. He doesn't kill at will because you think he about like said, what he no what he talks about. He's just like oh so this fat Angelina. He's like did you bat an eye when a thousand people died and died in Rwanda? Like yeah. he thinks that's that's more substantial than what he's doing because what he's doing is taking out bad people. No, like I don't think modern, this is substantial. Or a, or a I think modern he, farming I think he and cattle industry. Equal. I think he thinks it's equal. I think he thinks if he's going to kill this guy and you're going to carry, you should carry when someone in Rwanda dies. I don't think he thinks it's better. Yeah, I also he, don't think he, he does say he's. I also think if you paid that's, him, that's true. I also think yeah. if you paid him, he'd go to Rwanda and shoot a bunch of people. Right. He does it for work. Yeah, he doesn't. But he kind of he seems to value life more because he also tells the story about like how everyone in Los Angeles is disconnected. How there's like this dead man that rides the subway. Did you watch no the scene in the jazz club? This dude does not value life in any way. That was no, the most that's, brutal that's, thing ever. I take I yes, disagree. Yes and no. In the in I the think, jazz club, he very much cared about about him. He to, taunts he, this man. He, he pretends didn't taunt him. He pretends to tell him that hey, if you answer this question right, you get to think there was no he, that was never he happening. Gave him, he, he was gave never him happening. His last thought was, I got a chance out of here. And then he like his last thought was, I got this right. I'm ready to go. And then he fucking killed like he, that. His last thought was a good one, not running afraid. I think he did that on purpose to make him feel better before he killed him. No matter what, I he was going to he... kill him. But he did something kind to him. By making him, I uh, think like, he did it to calm down Jamie Fox, so he didn't do anything more. I, I don't think, think it was so. To make and Jamie then he Fox stopped his dead head from hitting the table. He was like, so it didn't I, make noise, and no one walked in. There was Whoa, a, he just shot him with a gun, with a silencer, which is still loud. If anybody was no, there, not, they would have heard well, it. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how loud a silencer is. I can't vouch for that. I don't want to sound too pretentious, but I, it sounds like something this guy would say. But he's like, this is a perfect example of the duality of man. Sure. It shows the sure. both sides of like the, the good and the bad. Sure. Like he's he's personal, but like his he, he doesn't care about life. He, but he does what he's got to do. Like how he was with like Jamie Foxx's mom. Like he was very like nice to her. And he's like, buy your fucking flowers. You got to buy her flowers. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. There's, some, there's, there's interesting watching, depth to that character. We're watching him discover his depth because he's being exposed by Jamie Foxx. That's what we're watching. We're watching him exposed. like at the end. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is calling him out on all his bullshit. And he's and and he's I, I think this is this might have been the end of his assassination this anyway because he's realizing what life is worth i think that's what's going on i mean if he would have survived and the sequel was just him and him driving cabs and it was like a whole new thing he's just like dating romantic comedy style that would have been sick no this was oh all, they do island is, limos this is all uh this was all a job for him though like he could have killed jamie at the end i think he could have reloaded his gun but he just didn't because there was no reason to kill him like he already knew he, he was, was gonna dying, die yeah he was already going to die. What, 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 what would you that mean Jamie got shot? Exactly. What yeah, would taking Jamie yeah, Foxx's yeah. life do for him? It wouldn't do anything. It doesn't I, solve anything. I Which shows he was, that he cares think, about people. Yeah. I think he was impressed by Jamie Foxx doing what he did. And he decided to. And also, when he drops the clip, I think it was like a thing where 
it showed that he was shot and was dying and that his his reflexes and his training was he he got shot so he's yeah. like I, don't, I think it was a little bit of what you're saying, I but more he's just, physically. Good I think he's good. he's he's a man who's got a code. Like he he will kill for money and self preservation. But I don't think he just kills to kill. There was none yeah, of sure. that. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I think he's a good guy. That's it was fine. like self defense kills. That's about it. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, great listen, guy. I think he's a. He's, I don't think I don't, anybody is like a cold hearted psychopath. Yeah, that Jamie Fox character though. Okay, let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. Could you kill for money? No, how I much? couldn't. Uh, what? How much would it cost? I don't care. Would yes. you kill for money? Is the question? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good to know. I think. <laughs> I think that how if much? you're willing to kill for how money, are we talking about you don't value life as much as you say or think you do. But maybe how? I, how? Because I've killing somebody, you, no matter you how much what, I value life. I'm talking in general. I think if you if you supposed to if you think someone values life. And you kill somebody for money or not? I don't think that's really valuing life. I mean, he has no qualms with who he am even I said killing? he's like one one. You, I killed one. It's a vague guy. question. Will you kill for money? Like who 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 am I killing? Can I go kill terrorists? Are you killing for, for criminals? Oh, yeah, like that's he, great. He, spe- yeah, he specifically says like he's taking out bad dudes. Like, no, would you kill? kill money? Would you kill the people? Would you kill the people in this movie that Tom Cruise kills? Is the question. That's that's how it should be because that's who we're talking about. Uh, they're criminals. Would you take Tom Cruise's job in this movie? Hmm. Some of them are probably bad people, yeah. Hmm. Some of them are probably just dudes who saw something. Well, you got to think, like, Jada wasn't necessarily a bad person, but she represented someone. Yeah, she was just tied into it, unfortunately. She was like, the dude at the jazz club, circle back around. The jazz club, he deserved to die. We, I we don't know what he did. We don't. We don't know what he did. He was part of the. We don't. Yeah, he goes like this. I got drafted, and then I did some other things, and then I. Yeah, he was probably running drugs from the town because, like, it all comes back to that. To I don't think he was running drug dealer, and yeah. Yeah, I think he was probably distributing through the club or something like that. He was clearly tied in with the Felix character. Yes. Yeah, he knew Felix because yeah. he said that. <laughs> yeah. Um tell Felix. All right. He was so, on his list. So And he told so, Felix. Uh, Felix knows he was sorry. Best actor in the movie. Javier? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. he was great. That, when they, that when role, they like I'm Tony like, Sugar. So... That's 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 my favorite. <laughs> yeah. 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 My favorite scene. Well, let's we'll, we can get that. All right. So Tom Cruise has a package. He he's yeah, walking around does. with it. Then he cut to Jimmy Fox, who's this like neat freak. Cool, clean guy, cab driver, gets in his cab, plays some classical music, drives around, takes pride in his work. Uh, meets Jada Pinkett. She gets in the car. They flirt a little bit. She's like, yo, take this road to that road to this road to this road. And he's like, nah, B, I'm going to take this road to this road to this road because I'll get me quicker. And she's like, all right, let's bet on it. And he's like, all right, we'll bet on it. Cut to she's like, yeah, you're good at your job. You're a cool dude. And they talk. They flirt. He gives her his picture that he looks at when he wants to escape his mundane reality. Shorts is paraphrasing, by the way. No, it wasn't word for word. It seemed right. It seemed right. They were like uh, bet. Were yeah. Like, also, bet. also, oh, yeah. This, they say bet. Also, I've been trying to say bet in my normal in my normal everyday. I watched life. paid in full the I other day. Have you guys it. seen paid in full? I watched that for the first time the other day. So they say be a lot after everything. I think it's hilarious. So I uh, say okay. that. Now. No, the kids by the way, check bet. out paid in full. It's on YouTube for free, and it's worth a watch. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. What is it? It's ridiculous. Rockefeller Records produced movie back in the mid 2000s. Give us Cameron's in it. 10 second synopsis of 
What's it about? Gangsters doing gangster shit and gangster talk with gangster people. Yeah. That's enough. That's fine. That's I got fun. it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it, it is. You should check it out. They say after everything. It's like <laughs> BB. It's funny. So um, he tells he ends up telling Jada in this moment that uh, in the in the car, does he tell her or does he tell him about the limos? Does it him or her? Tells, tells, tells her. Her. So he goes. Yeah. He and she's like, "Well, what are you? What's she up with you?" Tell him like that? about the limos. He doesn't tell him till later. He does tell Tom Cruise though. Later, after yeah, the later. mom visit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the, the mom doesn't say that. Yeah. The mom says that. Mom thinks he already has it. Has yeah. a limos. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so he tells Jada Pinkett bold, about this, um, this, this idea that he has mm. for island limos, which is like a cool limo experience from your hotel. They get into it. They're they're obviously. You won't want to leave the cab. Yeah, they're obviously flirty. He and she gets out of the car. Sounds and, like the limo service. Oh, she that also picks up Bruce him, Willis at the beginning of Die Hard. Oh, wow, yeah, Argyle. Yeah. Yeah, Argyle. I, she also sounds like Argyle. She also tells oh, him that yeah. she's a prosecutor and she's got a big case and that she's uh having our guy. He's like, you got CD, to... CB, DVD. Sorry, go ahead. And then he stays in the car the whole time and listening to the music while the shit's going down upstairs. Yes. <laughs> my boss thinks I'm on my way to Vegas. I just watched it yesterday. God, that's a movie right there. Argyle driving around a hitman. That'd be funny. <laughs> why, why, why do they like not wanting write that? to become a hitman? <laughs> yeah, that'd be He's funny. <laughs> Sorry, go, go on. All right, so I miss Argyle. So anyway, so we find Who, out she's Argyle? a we find out she's a prosecutor has a big case coming up, and that's our first sign of the plot to come. And then uh, she gets out of the car. He's like, "Fuck, I blew my shot." Like, what the fuck? I should have said something. She comes back, gives him her card. He's all in a good mood. Now he Cut was being to... professional. Uh, he wanted yeah, to say something pro. so bad though. He's so a he's a pro. He's he do a lot of things. And like yeah, you, three but seconds you can't later, hit on your customers. And like three seconds later, Tom Cruise is like looking in the window. He's like, yo, you good? Jamie Foxx don't say nothing. And then he tries to walk away. And then Jamie Foxx is like, yo, get in the car, man. I'm pussy whipped right now. Sorry about that. And then yeah, by Jada like, right, cool. Smith, which is, you know. Duh. Warning. Um, <laughs> Warning. So then what happens? Get out of there, they Will. Talking. What's, the, what's the first thing they say to each other? She has great hair in this movie, by the way. I don't know if anyone else Great hair. Them. Great wig. Yeah, right? beautiful. Super, beautiful. Super nice wig. Yeah. I should put she a looks, wig on She looks in great in this movie. Jada Pinkett Smith. Only positive. You know what you should do? You should go for you should go for the Mark Ruffalo look. The slick back hair <laughs> with the goatee. That's what you should, you should go for the you could Mark Ruffalo looks so dope. Mark Ruffalo looked like he came straight out of the Matrix in this movie. He looked like he's oh, friends. Yeah, for sure. Black trench coat. He was just having dinner with hair. Joey Pants, and he just walked out of that yeah. movie and into this one with the gun. He was gun missing. Did, yeah. Dude. He did. He needed sunglasses at night. If Evie was wearing sunglasses, it would have been fucking perfect everyone in this right. la movie well, had the right. boston or east coast accent also great the last cop well, so at the end he's like, get down to... on the ground give me some water <laughs> get in the car get in the fucking car <laughs> he was he sounded like mark Wahlberg as cop at the very wait end which cop are you talking about after the, after the big car about. crash when he runs away and he's and oh then, yeah, and the yeah cop yeah, that finds yeah. the body he's in like, the, you were in an the accident. trunk. You were in an accident. Yeah, you were in an accident. Yeah. Relax, sit down. Your head's going all wacky and shit. I don't know whatever you guys say on the East Coast. <laughs> so it's wicked hot fact, in here. For years, Michael Mann's been making cop movies. He made Thief, which is about an ex-cop that becomes a thief. Then he made Mind My- My- Manhunter, which is about a cop hunting a serial killer. Then he made Heat, which is about cops and robbers. <clears throat> so he's his whole life, well, his whole career uh, has been like researching 
with real cops, like like hanging out with detectives, hanging out with homicide detectives, hanging out with regular cops and like telling them he tells them stories and shit. And a lot of the he casts them in a lot of shit. So the, at the crime scenes in this movie and in Heat, those are actual crime scene people, like real cops doing it because he wanted like the most authentic look for it. So he does. He, that. he wants like he that, he, yeah. that he put everyone through training for this for this. Movie yes, too. that's what I was going to say. Like he, these people in this movie, like everyone's there. Like Michael Manson, true meant like definition of an auteur. Like everything is meaningful in this movie. I mean, everything is meaningful in a lot of movies, but like especially in this movie, it's like attention. It's like Kubrick style attention to detail. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's a, he's doing like Fincher. He's doing like ninety takes of shit. Like it's it's pretty hardcore. <clears throat> it's pretty hardcore. Anyway. Yeah, and that uh, thing so you said when you they were to... talking about him shooting digital, uh, uh, I one of the actors was like, "Yeah, that's great. You know, we he really thinks like an actor. We shoot digital, and it's like let's just keep rolling. We have we, we don't have to stop the tape. Like he's like it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And then it cuts to Mark Ruffalo, yeah. and he's like, "It's rough, man. Like we just, <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just it's nonstop. Yeah. You know, like usually I think, it's like I think oh, even says like." Yeah, I think he even says, like, I just want to go back to my trailer and fucking take a nap or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his movies seem brutal. Brutal. I mean, I, all all Michael Mann movies seem brutal. I watched yeah. them making the Heat, too, and they were talking, like, it was just, it's just business. It's like, it's business. There's no fucking around. It's like, we're here to do something. Let's do it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all yeah. business at the end of the day. He looked like um, uh, if he fucked up, he would. He'd get, he there was a couple times in that in the thing. He was like, "Stop, stop, wrong, dude. You did." He was just like, yeah. "I mean, nothing great, nothing out of the ordinary, but definitely, uh, definitely not going to be like, well, let's see how this one, t- go. you know, no, this no, is not how I want. No, it. it's it's what it's going to be. Yeah, so not okay, how I want this because that 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 he said yeah. that too. He's yeah. like, I have a vision. <laughs> that's yeah. good. If you're gonna be that hardcore and people like at least know what you're doing, don't just be like exactly. guessing your way through. Like that's no. so frustrating no, working no, no, no. when when like there's a director that why don't we try it like this now? Even though we fucking just work for thirteen goddamn hours. Yeah, like, no, no, that's like, not what's what going on. Doing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not. Still talking on. about. All right, no, never mind. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Where do we leave off? So, what is the first thing they talk about? That was my question. Wait, Tom Cruise. What's the first thing they say to each other? He asks him where he's going, and he tells him, and then he's he like, goes, "How he long?" Says, oh yeah, he says, "Have you ever been the first yeah. time in L.A.?" He goes, "No. Every time I come here, I can't wait to leave." Yeah, you know, if Stevo was a serial killer, that this would, this is this <laughs> yeah. this is the guy. This would be Stevo he, for sure. He's yeah, that yeah. perfect Steve-O outsider. Stevo could play this role. Like the Stevo could play this role. Talk shit about. Yeah. That's the thing. Stevo would be good at this role. Actually, I think I think Stevo yeah, would kill this. I could definitely see that. Let's let's cast him as Tom Cruise in the Argyle movie. <laughs> Todd Cruz. That's his character Sorry. name, Todd Cruz. He's the assassin. Argyle from Die Hard One. <laughs> yes, Todd Cruz. Wait, is it the original? Argyle, as Todd Cruz. Are we gonna? Get yeah, him? we gotta get the original Argyle. Okay, we gotta so he's like him. seventy-two years For old. For sure. Yes, <laughs> he's in worse shape than than fucking. I I have I have to imagine yes that he has the same fucking look attitude energy as he did in 1989. You know the number. Yes. (laughs) All right, we got it. We got to start getting through this movie, otherwise we're never gonna get through. We got to start talking about here. Oh, the the first conversation in the movie. Let's go. All right, so let's set it. He's like he's like how long how how long how long is that gonna take? This is like set up his how Jamie is very meticulous. He's like seven minutes, not eight, not six. Seven minutes. Yeah, and then he starts talking about the subway thing. He tells him the story about how people are disconnected. So and then they go to a place. They go to a place with Ramon. 
setting up well, the characters. Hold, hold Jamie Foxx is very meticulous. I am setting up the characters. Jamie Foxx is a very meticulous Sick guy. Aerials. Yeah, yeah. Very Sick meticulous, aerials. very clean, very routine. Tom Cruise seems to impro- uh, embrace this improvisational life that like Improvise, he doesn't know what's going to happen adapt, in the next overcome, 10 minutes. He's, Ichi, he's, you know, yeah, that Ichi. kind of thing. He's, yeah, yeah. He's very, he's very jazz. He's very existential. That's, that's his character. Very, you know, yin yang of each other in that sense. Seems like a great guy. Seems like a dude you want to hang out with. Yeah, personable guy. Yeah, he seems like it would be, it would be cool to have a conversation with this character based would, off of like the original part. I would Except have the a beer and buffalo people. wings with him. Yeah, you know, chat. You want to go to B Dubs real quick, Tommy? Let's go to B Dubs, um, Tommy. See, another you know thing that... that I thought was interesting about this movie is the use of modern music in it. There's a lot of modern music in this movie that they use as the soundtrack, which is not—it's not practical in any way. It's pretty—it's pretty good. I like right. that. Yeah, the audio. So that's not really a thing. It's a little weird. The so I love that. Seven minutes to get to the first kill. Oh, okay. So yeah. So they, so he go. actually, no, what he says is he's like, yo, I like hurry, your style. Jake? Listen. Yeah. I, he we says, got, he says, yo, I like your, back I like... after a month and you're, you're trying to get rid of him. You guys got to stop talking. Go on. So, so he says, I like your style. Oh, I got five stops to make seeing five of my friends. How about I rent the cab? He's like, no, we can't do that, bro. Like you can't rent my cab. And they gives him fucking 300 bucks. He's like, I give another 300 bucks end of the night. He actually goes, what do you pull down the shift? He's like, I don't know, like 400 bucks. He's like, all right, I'll give you six plus another hundred. If you get me LAX at fucking 6 a.m. to get the fuck out of here. So he's like, all right, cool. Tom Cruise goes upstairs. And this is where you're like, this is, I mean, you know, Tom Cruise goes, you know, stop acting like you're going to say no to this. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise goes upstairs Goes back to Jamie Foxx. He's in his car. He takes out a sandwich, takes out his uh, Mercedes Benz booklet he's looking at for his island shit so he can dream about it. He's never going to really do it. And then all of a sudden, a fucking body falls onto the fucking car. island (laughs) boy. By the way, I thought this scene was amazing. This is one of the best scenes in the movie when fucking Tom Cruise comes down. So the guy comes down the car. Jamie Foxx is like, oh, shit. Fucks up the cab. Dead guy in the cab. Tom Cruise comes down looking all like, oh, shit, this sucks. But you know what? It's all good. So Jamie Foxx realizes he's like, oh, man, you killed this guy. huh?" And then Tom Cruise takes his gun out and he's like, be still, my dude. Basically tells him like, yeah, I killed this dude. You're going to help me get him in the fucking get him in the fucking trunk. And this whole time, it's like Jamie Foxx's character trying to be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? What is this? Blah, blah, blah. Tom Cruise is so cool, so chill that he just makes him do what he wants. We can't have he's not going to sit up front with us. We got to put him in the truck. Trunk can't leave him here. We got to put him somewhere. Let's ride in front with him. Let's ride him in front with him. You got to put him in the trunk. Yeah. Which is like, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like if you're going to do that for a living, if you're going to kill people and make money off of it, you have to be like that because you have to, everything's got to keep going. You can't just stop. Like you're, you have a job to do. It's like, you have to, it's like he says, you got to adapt to any situation. You know what I mean? But I just love his outlook on it. Jimmy Fox is flabbergasted the whole time. So I'm crazy. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Let's do this. Like, I, I love it. I love that. This is oh, wait, hold on a second. Before he's cool, professional, cool he does, he's done this a thousand yeah. times. He's, he knows how to, before we go on, did you guys make a haiku? Oh, shit. No, I, I did two it. lines of it. I forgot the last I one. All right, I'm going to read mine real quick because I did one. Ready? Yeah, uh, go for it. City nights and gunfights. Tom Cruise, Merc Mer- and Fools on site. Max having a night. That's mine. Yeah, and it <laughs> rhymes. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, it had a good flow to it. Tom Cruise, Merc and Fools on site is pretty great. That is. Yeah. This is pretty, Fox pretty, having a night. 
It's pretty nailed. Yeah, he fought Matt. No, Max. Oh, Max. Adam Adam Max. Right, hold on. Say yeah. it one more time. Yeah. Right. One more anyway, <laughs> city nights and gunfights. Tom Cruise, Merc, and Fools on site. Max having a night. Collateral. 2004. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there's a trailer the right there. Here, well, I have right two. There. I have two lines. Mine was smallest Statham roll. Shootout is better in heat. And then I didn't have a lot. Refrigerator. That's a five-syllable word. Refrigerator? What's a refrigerator? Nice. It's a five-syllable five. word to finish yeah. out my haiku. Oh. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that, that gunfight made me want to watch Heat. Dude. That, it that, just I reminded mean, that, me of Heat. I'm like, it is not as good as Heat. It's, this, uh, yeah, this is a different movie than Heat. This is not Heat. Stop comparing it to Heat. In the in in heat, I got I got to preemptively like cut the volume in half. You know what yeah, he did in one. heat that's also great in this is his use of music. The music in heat's pretty great too. Plus, they really kill people. In music. Heat. All right, back to this one. Whoa. All right, so uh, Tom Cruise gets him to put the body in the trunk with them. They get in the car. Basically, he's like, "Listen, this is what I'm doing. You were not supposed to know this. I was supposed to do this, and you wouldn't have known. We would have paid you and gone back. But now we're in this together because you're good at what you do and." I'd have to kill you if I fucking let you go. So you're with me. We're doing this. And then they go to the next stop, which is which person? That's the another lawyer. The where, lawyer where guy. Does it, happen? Um, it happens in. Oh, oh yeah. Office. So they go to the next stop. Tom Cruise yeah. is he like, yo, give up. me a hand. I'm going to tie yeah, it to exactly. the steering wheel. And he's like, what? And he's like, he's like, all right. Ooh. So he ties the steering wheel. He's like, I'll be back in a minute. And then at that point, uh, is the first thing about the mom. He gets a call on the CB radio from his vote from his boss, and is like, "Oh no, it's not the mom yet." He's like, "Yo, I heard, no, that's it's I about heard, the the accident because yeah, he gets pulled, he gets pulled over, and that's an oh, important yeah. oh, thing." Well, because over. the yeah. car's yeah. all fucked up. Re- well, rewind to when the when they put the guy in the trunk, and just then yeah. cuts to Tom Cruise just pouring a bottle of water on the car. It's all fucked <laughs> yeah. up, washing yeah. the blood yeah. off yeah. with a bottle of right. Aquafina, yeah. and the ta- the yeah. signs all duct taped back together, and and he's that's how they let's say so that's what they were driving around and they ended up getting pulled over by a cop and yeah what happens they're like a shooting so the cops are like all right the cops like listen well the cops like listen you guys gotta get out of the car we gotta impound it because there's blood on it and it's it's fucking gotta crash you can't drive anymore tom cruise is like yo if those cops tell us we gotta get out i'm gonna murk them yeah, For some reason, they wanted him. him to pop the trunk. I don't really know exactly why that was part of it. That but they got to take it back like, to the impound, in- so we have to do a car inventory. Pop the trunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, Did you guys yeah. watch this movie? He's like, yo. He's like, yo, open the trunk and I'll kill him. And then they luckily get a call Shorts saying paraphrasing over here. Homicide. Yeah. Yeah, there's and a homicide. They, so. fucking, they get out of it. And then they go yeah. to the next guy, and the, he, tie, he, ties, he ties Jamie Foxx up to the steering wheel. And as he's doing that, he gets a call on the CB radio about the traffic stop and him getting pulled over. And like he's like, his boss is some fucking dickhead. He's like, yo, I'm a DACA from your pay. And this is where maybe you guys are right about him liking people. This is where Tom Cruise stands up for Jamie Foxx the first time. And he's like, tell him to go fuck himself. And he's like, I can't. I need this job. He's like, no, you don't. And he looked at him like, yeah, I fucking do. So Tom Cruise is like, yo, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm a lawyer. You can't harass my driver like this. It's not his fault. It's your fault. You got to fucking, you have insurance to pay for this. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 who's this? He's like, this is me, blah, blah, blah. And then Jamie Foxx like, He oh, lies to shit. him. He says like, he's just like, fake, he says he's like a, a lawyer or something. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I will have your ass. And then he tells Jamie Foxx to tell him he's an asshole. He's like, you're an asshole. He's like, tell him to go fuck himself. He's like, I can't. He's like, you can't. He's like, go fuck. You know, he goes, he goes, if you ever do this again, I'll kick your fat ass. <laughs> he says, I'll shove this cab up your ass. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy doesn't say shit. And then you, you're like, 
All right. All right, this guy's a good guy. Like this dude's cool. I think Jamie Foxx was just like, what the fuck? So he goes upstairs to do his thing, and then Jamie Foxx gets attacked by two tweakers. This is and my they favorite. See that he's tied one of my up. favorite parts of the movie is he's he's tied up in his car uh, with serial killer, is a known serial killer, has just yeah. tied him up in his car, goes upstairs, and the and he's honking the horn. People are coming like walk because they're just in an alleyway, right? Busy street behind him. Mm-hmm. He's honking his horn. Finally, somebody comes up to the cab. He's like, oh man, can you help me? I'm all tied up. And he's like, oh fuck you, dude. He like pulls a gun out. Like, hey, man. He's like the tweaker in fucking Fifth Element. And he's the tweaker like, in South Park. Give me fucking mama. Oh man. What Seriously, is sounded that? like this guy. Yeah, yeah well, who was that? He was talking to his mom. Oh, man. Uh, he steals the briefcase out of the back seat. Uh, which is Tom Cruise's briefcase, and he's like, "Fuck you!" What he like? What does he say right before he's he like, goes bow? He goes, bow. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away, and then Tom yeah, they, Cruise they get comes like twenty out. feet. He's like, Yo, homie, is that my briefcase? And the guy fucking pulls out a gun, goes, "Yeah, it is." And then Tom Cruise just pop, 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 done. Yeah. Fucking military style. I I read that, or I heard Michael Mann say that that whole thing is one point two seconds before he pulls his gun and shoots those dudes. Nice. 1.2 seconds. That's pretty good. Might yeah, be, they showed might Tom Cruise movie magic. They, they well, no, they showed Tom Cruise uh training the dude doing that shit. Like he's Keanu Reeves style doing that shit. Yeah, not quite G- going not, through courses. He, he doesn't look quite as cool as Keanu. I, don't I mean, think Cruise is I quite think, as cool as Keanu. I think I think Tom Cruise's character in this movie is cooler than John Wick. I think he's more interesting. What? He's way more interesting. The fact that he's so like existential and like a regular a dude, John as opposed Wick to John in a Wick universe. Yeah, John Wick. Uh, John Wick is like could f- do more John like Wick's physically. A comic than this guy for sure. This guy's like you mean real physically. Life. Tom Cruise is a trained fucking killer. When he's in that club, he's taking people out left and right with his hands. Yeah, fucking but snapping he, fucking I think, fucking. I think uh, oh, John Wick. Come on, all Vincent, this John Wick situations we've seen. Vincent from yeah, but John Wick's like versus unrealistic. John Wick. John Wick wins. Yeah, John Wick's time. unrealistic. Like mm-hmm. Vincent's. Like I feel like Vincent's real life John Wick. If John Wick was real, that's Vincent. John Wick. The movies are like diehard. They're just never gonna happen. You know what I mean? That shit's not gonna happen ever. It's like John Wick ain't gonna happen. Yeah, there's a lot. There's some. There's like some, like some far fetched like in this movie. There's some. some Unrealistic. What's Starfish in this movie? They Shoot. they like live in Gotham City and everyone's an assassin in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I love it's it. not real. No, there's, yeah, little, no, little, little, there's little that things said, like that. If we were to bring John Wick into the real world, he would want Vincent from Collateral. Vincent from Collateral way? doesn't even have a last name. Like how <laughs> in the beginning, like they immediately get pulled over after the whole fucking car thing, like because the cop spots him. But for the rest of the movie, he doesn't have any problems with that. Like that never comes back at all. Well, like, if, you're, cops are busy if you're pulled LA, over, they, that mm-hmm. and also if you're pulled over for something, like a cop could see that. So maybe they're like, oh, well, someone handled that already. You know what I mean? Maybe. And then but also okay. in LA, it's very weird to get that, pulled over. That one's little, that, that one's slightly more minor that, to me. It would like I guess the coincidences of guys, I guess, huh? one of them was mostly like the, the whole the whole Jada Pinkett thing. I mean, it makes sense for the story, but like the coincidence of like 
he's trying to kill that girl and it's like one right to the well, other. See, I mean, that's what Michael that's what time. Michael Mann was talking about. He wanted to make with this movie. He wanted to make a movie about the compression of time and how in LA there's so many people, but you can connect and you might not even know it until oh, something God. causes you to connect. And that's and the like point. riding in an elevator with Mark Ruffalo. That, that was, was great. Like, that's another point that like you never know who people are. Like that's like, one of the in most a interesting city, this, things to me. This no, this is like curb your enthusiasm. It's like they're always just <laughs> running to each other who's having con- the people that are having conflict, they just constantly run into each other when you never really <laughs> run into the same fucking person yeah but see the LA. thing about well no this is what nobody crew enthusiasm crew enthusiasm is about a bunch of rich people so those people all hang out at the same places probably so i don't agree with you on that all those rich ass fucking movie people probably go to the same restaurants all the time all this shit every day so i don't i think that's real. well maybe if they were seeing each other in the same place but they're always like running to each other in the sidewalk and like in the grocery store and then yeah the, but it's the, all the, la the dude it's all the same place everybody's sure, walking around sure. a couple of miles but Come but see, on. that's what that's what Tom Cruise was going. I mean, Tom Cruise, Michael Mann was going for is like how like you can connect and not even realize it. Like people can be doing looking for the same thing or doing the same thing, but not even know because there's too many people. Like it's, it's like a disconnect and a connect. Like that's one of the most interesting things that you can do in like a movie to me is like show something that is so normal to somebody, but is so not normal to someone else or something that like you just never connect the dots. That's super interesting. It's fun watching people freak out at something you think is so normal. Like that's one of my favorite things in the world. Like to to say some to say a joke to like someone from the Midwest that I would say to you guys, mm. and watch them go, "Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that." I'm like, that's not even like the worst shit that I say on a normal basis. Like I, I think <laughs> that's I think you know it, all all for the act of humor. But I'm just saying the what the 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 terrible things that I think are hilarious that blows other people like blowing other people's minds like that that's one of my favorite things to do i forgot why we were talking yeah. about that. that is fun uh so where are we at right now uh they are a the um after the pullover he goes in second oh. the well, second yeah, we, we, we were talking about guys. that because you were saying like it's fun to do things or it's fun to yeah, see yes. people yeah okay yes yeah Freak it's reacting like, shit yeah normal. yeah um, so he kills the two dudes, the two tweakers, gets his briefcase back, and then they go to the jazz club where he he says that he's got a he, well, no, he he tells Jamie Foxx, he's like, yo, you want to go to this club? Well, I'll buy you a drink. And I think Jamie Foxx thinks that they're literally just going to get a drink. Yeah, because he even uh, says, like, we're ahead of schedule. You yeah, like yeah we're ahead of schedule. Let's go you like jazz. And then they got gas. Um, and then he go to the club and they're watching this pretty dope performance. I love the way it was shot too, it felt pretty cool. Uh, jazz is pretty dope shit. Uh, Miles Davis, I believe. Were they playing Miles Davis? I think so. Dope. That sounded very Miles Davisy to me. I don't specifically know which one it was, but I mean, it the sounded next, like what Miles. The Davis. next scene is Miles Davis heavy. It's the most Miles Davis scene I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, it was a conversation <laughs> about Miles Davis. <laughs> a conversation about Miles Davis. Yeah. So uh, Tom Davis. Cruise says to the Tom Cruise says to the waitress, he's like, "Hey, who's that dude on the trumpet over there?" He's like, "Oh, she's like, that's Baba. He's the owner." He's like. Oh, can you tell him uh, when his set's over there? I'd like to buy him a drink. Cut to this dude sitting with Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise talking about jazz and talking about just music in general and what he's been. And Jamie Foxx is super into it, having a good time, relaxed. Tom Cruise is looking relaxed, but you can see him kind of looking around, observing the place, watching it clear out. The workers go home for the night, the people leaving. And eventually uh, Tom Cruise says, oh, it's a great story. Your, our buddies in Cartagena would would really like to hear that story. And then the guy's face changes and he's like, oh, shit. And that's when Jamie Foxx and Cartagena. the audience. Yeah. 
realize at the same time that oh this is the dude he's after next and this is the guy he's gonna kill and then jamie fox is like nah man let him live he's a cool dude we're sitting here talking jazz you gotta let him live and tom cruise is like what i should just fucking let him live what the who are, like what the, who the fuck are you and then and then he's like all right i'll tell you what i'll tell you if you answer this question i'll let you live and he's like where did miles davis learn to play music and he tells him the story about how he met charlie parker and how blah blah, blah. and then right in the middle of it no nah, he, tom cruise he, is, said, he, tell, he <laughs> says uh he says he what his dad was very uh rich blah blah blah. he got him a um he got him into the juilliard school of arts oh yeah that's what it was he stopped there and then right before before he could say anything else two bullets to the cranium pop pop then he catches his head so he doesn't make noise puts him on the table or because like fuck starting to kick because the way he looked at him he didn't catch his head and then just caught it and then he looked at him a little bit like he was like, oh, man, like he saw a little more human in this guy than he no, probably wanted to. Tom Cruise is not changing I this think entire is. movie. I think he oh, he's I never think he's, he's never not been that way. He's never been like a cold blooded killer. He was always about the human connection. He was always about it. I talked about it. In the I very think you're beginning. not seeing what we're seeing here, Schwartz. Dude, listen, I, I am a person either, who loves characters like this and loves fucked up shit and loves things that are Which dark Which is why and you're terrible, not seeing But I'm it. never going to kill anybody for money you're or not. You're not seeing not, the good in this guy. We're not like telling so you. Why are we saying, somebody, why are you, def- why, number one, you just somebody. randomly saying that you're not going to kill anybody makes me a little suspicious. Number two, we're not saying that. <laughs> we're, we're, we, that has nothing to do with our argument. He is a cold. He is a, a um. He is a cold blooded killer. I was gonna say that, which, but I stopped. But he is a ruthless killer. But he kills, like Jake said, for two reasons. He kills for money or self preservation. Okay, if you kill for money. You fucked up. You don't ask you questions. A different level of fucked so up. All we're all we're only speaking to the depth of his character. I feel like yeah, you're shortchanging his depth. He's like, a good guy. He's not he just changing people. in this movie. I don't. He's not, I don't. I don't. He's not one guy at the beginning and one guy at the Charlie Parker. Scene. No, Sorry, you're right. Not. You're right. I, I agree with that. He doesn't. I, I don't he think he changes. I think, he's I think but soft I, throughout the movie. I think there's he's always the, he's always the he, person who appreciates life. I think he's getting a little softer throughout the movie. You know what? That's why he doesn't kill Jamie Foxx in the end. That's why he doesn't kill Jamie Fox at all. Jamie Fox definitely no, should have died at least three times in this movie. If I was, but if he I was had, a but he, he saved Jamie Foxx's life. He saved Jamie Foxx's life because I think he respects the fact that Jamie Foxx is trying to change. When Jamie so Foxx throws the fucking briefcase life, over the thing still and a ruined, cold-hearted killer. I yes, think you're right. I, I think get he that. can be also in the club when, when he shoots he the guy to. who was gonna shoot Jamie Foxx. Bro. You know what I mean? The guy was going to shoot Jimmy Fox in the club and he took him out too. And he looked at him. He's like, yeah, save your fucking so, life again. So he Preservation. Him. He needs him. DJ, he needs you're him right. He does need him. Yeah. He does need him. This is the thing though. He doesn't I need do him. What does he need Jamie Foxx Yes, he for? does. He because he's going to go scare, get another guy. No, he can't because Jamie Foxx is good at his job. He gets him there quick, baby. He's, he's already in. He's the first cab driver he's guy. had. You think he's fucking, you can't, the first one's not going to be the best one. It was in this movie. Maybe. They didn't try I any think, other ones. Um, Remember the guy from like- uh, Lethal Weapon, or not Lethal Weapon, from Rush Hour 2, the French cab driver? Argyle? Not no, Argyle. I don't. No. French I don't cab driver. And, and maybe it's Lethal Weapon. Uh, it's Lethal Weapon 2. It's right after they meet the the guy from uh, the director. Who's the director? That 
Pet out Lose. of all the Lethal Weapon movies, I might have seen the second one one time. No, I'm sorry. Rush Hour. Did I say Lethal Weapon? Rush Hour. No, Re- Rush, Rush Hour. Hour. Too. Oh, in Rush Hour when they were in France, Roman yeah. Polanski was in it. Roman Polanski yeah. was the cop that stuck his That was Rush Hour 3. That Rush was Rush Hour, Hour 3, three right? In but then they get yeah. into a cab with a French uh, cab driver, and he was like, I hate you Americans. And then later on, he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel like Tom Cruise. You don't remember, I don't remember any of this. No. Anyway, back Rush to this movie. Three, check and it out. What were, what were we arguing about? about the the character. What are we, I was basically saying, like the character was, depth. What are you guys saying that I'm not saying? What are we What are we not? I think we on? all think are we have, all have somewhat different group. perspectives. OK, so on, on, on what is your perspective is that you want me to, to I don't to, want you to agree with it. I don't want you to agree well, no, with it. What are you? Well, trying I think to get point I think what Anthony thinks that you and I don't think is that he is that Tom Cruise is changing. Definitely not. I don't think he is either. You I think he stays the same. Maybe, but you know, maybe. So and Jake, what are you saying that I'm not agreeing with? That he has a more of an appreciation for life okay, than I no, think no. you do. I, I that that you're you. saying. I agree with you that he does have an appreciation for life because I think he likes to see people doing things. As weird as that sounds, like being doers, because he even says, "Oh, you're a doer, not a not a right. talker." We I can't like that. just base but... him off of him killing people. He has other qualities. The fact that he okay, murdered, the fact these, that he murdered but the, people. The conversations yes, he had with Jamie Foxx. He could have any job in the fucking world doing no. and. Being the person he, he is, is good but at this. if you kill people for a living, there is still a part of you that is fucked up and terrible. Okay, but he still okay. cares about. And that's all I'm trying to say. And no, that's all, you were I saying that he, he he does he's cold hearted. He doesn't care about life. That's what you were saying originally. Well, this is the thing. He cares. Listen, think if Anthony. All right, how about this? Right, let's make an example. You're no, his but, friend, right? You're his neighbor. You say I, you say hi to each other friend. every day. You might even you might even fucking We'd go to the over same for a burger guy, but. But you know what? If he got a job and you were the guy, he'd kill you in a second. So he's a cold-hearted okay. motherfucker. That's cold-hearted not cold-hearted. That's just the job. If I you can kill your friend, want to. if you can kill your friend, I bet he wouldn't you're cold-hearted want to do no matter what. I bet he wouldn't Maybe, want to do it. Maybe, but if he does it, he's cold-hearted. If he does, but we'd have a but talk. But if he does it, he's cold-hearted. We'd have a talk. We'd no, talk about he'd it. kill you. He'd, maybe, he'd, he'd but maybe you. not. He'd, maybe he'd that would change his ways, like in this movie. Probably turn your lights off to save you some lights, but he's not gonna. He's gonna maybe kill you. like in this movie, he would change his ways. If he got hired to do it, I mean, maybe, but oh, he's not. I hope Michael Mann hears this. He wouldn't just kill his neighbor for no. But he idiot. he wouldn't just kill his I neighbor for no is. reason, though. No, no, no. I'm saying if Anthony he got a job and Anthony was the job. Yeah, if Anthony yeah, was like, a job, for sure. Stuff. Yeah, that's 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 his yeah, job. He's he might, his job. He might think about it twice. Yes, he would. He probably would. You're able. Be happy. If you're about able it. to. He kill, probably wouldn't be happy about it. Listen, hold on. If you're able to kill, if you're able to kill your friend neighbor, even though he's your friend, but it's the job, you're still cold hearted. Even though it's a job, you're still cold hearted. Because I, not, I don't that's know about cold hearted. I don't know about cold hearted. I think he's Are ruthless. Ruthless. What's your definition of cold hearted? What's your definition of cold hearted? I think he does care. I think he does care. I think if he got, yeah. if he, if he I was like going through his mail and Bosworth about? fucking sent him a thing and it said, Anthony Islami must die. He'd get it. And he'd be like this. <laughs> Fuck man. Like that's what he would Probably. be like. Yeah. And then he like reread it and be like, Anthony Lee Islam. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> and then, Dude, you know, he like, and then he'd come over and he'd, and then he'd, he'd schmooze me a little bit. Be like, Hey man. Look, well, let's have a beer, man. Why don't you get that smoker going? I'll be like, oh, he's, smoker? He's I'll be like, oh, guy. shit, dude. Hey, Jillian, let's get the smoke. 
but I'd be happy. Yeah, exactly. I'd be stoked about it. But, be, he would make me happy. It's like in, in Gone yeah. Girl, making me come right before he slices my throat. Although that was a little ruthless. Yeah. Because getting he, shot he's thoughtful. Well, no, she, okay, hold he's on. Thoughtful. Two things. He, she made him come so that his jizz was in her, so there was evidence of it. That's why she did oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in this, and in but this I'm movie, just saying, as an analogy, movie, uh, making no me matter, come right before no I die. No matter how you do it, no matter how oh, you no, do it. Oh, no, there's a difference. No there's a difference in deaths. Enemy, you're still dead. You're dead now. You're, yeah, you're, but, you're dead. You're not but, happy anymore. You're dead. Oh, no, I'm st- so. I died happy. Wholeheartedly killed by I your died best happy. friend. Like, if you wanted to eat my uh, meat, you, there wouldn't be a bunch of, like, gross adrenaline running through it. It would be tasty. You're still dead, though. You're still That's dead, fine. and Tom Cruise is banging your wife now, so you're dead. I kill me now. That'd be awesome. Good for her. Jillian bangs. I guarantee you, Jillian bangs White Fox Tom Cruise in this movie. Oh, she. Oh, we watched it last right now, night. She'd say yes. I we probably. watched it last night. She said <laughs> yes. Both jerk off while watching. She said she like, said she awful. said she would, like, would she would be Tom okay right now. with him murdering me. That's what she said. And I was <laughs> like to have sex, and she was like, sure. And did like, uh, oh. did she like the movie? Yeah, oh yeah. She gave it a thumbs up. She fell asleep through most of it because we got a new couch. We're new new couch goofing oh, right now, so it's we're we're getting a little sleepy on it. <laughs> Can I make a a character comparison? Yeah, yeah. Go are ahead, you go are ahead. you guys fans of The Wire? I've never seen The Wire. Seen the first season. Never seen The Wire. All right, uh, this will be lost on you, but Omar and The Omar Wire. Omar is Michael Michael Man. K. Williams guy, right? The guy who died. Yeah, exactly. He was a gay exactly, guy playing yeah. a thug or something, hey. right? No, he was, was like it? a guy. He was he was a guy who would okay. rob drug dealers. He was a very like Robin Hood like character of uh of the wire, but he always said shit like man's got to have a code. It would like because he would only like rob bad people and he wouldn't ever like fuck with like certain people. Like he was very much like the he robs drug dealers. That's what he does. And, One second, and, like, Do if you he had to kill these people, Lawrence he would kill them. Shut the window. No, shut the window. I don't really hear anything. I don't hear. Uh, there's also a plane flying over me right now, so that might be drowning that out. But that's how that character was. He had a code, like he just he remind in a in a <laughs> weird way, another very very different. Like he Everyone... reminded me of Omar from The Wire. Yeah, exactly. He had a code. Even Anton Chigurh had his own code. Right. He also kind of reminded me of that guy. Like he had a certain way of doing things, and he wasn't. But a- Anton Chigurh was a psychopath. I don't think Vincent was a psychopath. I think Vincent was Anton just like Anton was, I would say his, he was cold-hearted. Conscious was fucked up, but... He didn't yeah. really... I think I psychopath and cold-hearted are two totally different things, so I'm going to say Tom Cruise is cold-hearted. Well, I think if you, you kill what's somebody... Your definition of... Because there is a definition Ru- of psychopath, maybe. but what is your definition of cold-hearted? Because isn't psychopath like... Is like not caring about other people's emotions that and that's what I think cold hearted is not is not is being indifferent to it you know what I mean you can I still care about what, life but you can also what, be indifferent oh you can care about life but you yes I think you to? can be both yeah you you choose not to when you when it matters like when you get the when you get the assignment of hey okay you're make if that's your definition then sure yeah he's cold hearted when he needs to be but I don't know. Cold hearted to me sounds like somebody have the lack. If you can kill somebody for money or not, you're cold hearted. That's my definition. That I I think that I consider cold hearted. If you can kill somebody, no matter what you what about what about what about about someone that's that's attacking you? What about self defense? Self defense? No, that's fine. That's you have it's kill or be killed. That's a different story. If someone's gonna kill you, you're saying maybe you don't strictly for money. 
What if it's mercenary for situation? Pleasure. I'm going like to, to war. Yeah, for pleasure. For pleasure, we have is a separate problem. That's that's psychopath. All right. Well, all right. Yeah, exactly. So there we go. I don't think Tom my, Cruise my is doing is this, this for pleasure. I think, I think he's just I think good can, at a job. He was. I think you can have both feelings. I think you can care about life and be impressed by life, but also take life. But if you can do both, then you're cold hearted. That's my opinion. okay. Okay. I could but never kill somebody that's for fine. money. I would only be able to do it if they were trying to kill me. So cold-hearted, you have a choice to be cold-hearted or not, and you can turn yes, it on. Yes, exactly. Off. All right, exactly. If that's your definition, I'm in. I'm. I mean, the I I just um I guess going back to the argument, did he change though? No, I still don't see, I don't him, see changing. him changing. I think yeah, I think it's interesting because I feel like Jamie Fox changed in this movie. I think he yeah, sort he of embraced that. Like, yeah, he man up and he embraced actor. that like improvisational life. Jamie Foxx got nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Eh, That's really he, this movie. He, and this was the yeah, and this was supporting the, actor. He, he got nominated for an Oscar, and this no, was the same year he that, won for Ray. He was great in Ray. He, he was amazing he, in Ray. So he here's my thing. He had, he had one. He, his style one great of acting, acting is is he's he's really good at like imitation and imitating people. Yeah. And I know that that's yeah. like acting. That is acting, but I I don't see him like coming up with his own character he's got to go hang out with the people he's going to be and then he's just got to emulate that that's that's his acting and he's good at that and that's and that maybe comes from like his comedy background and just like mocking people and he's really because he's yeah, really probably. good at imitations have you like any imitation i mean i see it's hilarious i think he does one of eminem for, it's pretty hilarious for ray i see your point there but how what would he get how where would he get this character is from Max? Like where would because he went and hung out with the, the if you watch the thing that Schwartz sent us. He went and hung out with a with a cab driver for like five weeks and that and that's and he's oh, like, okay. where he met he the meticulous the guy. Same he met a meticulous cab guy. driver. And he this took guy that wanted him. to be a fucking gotcha. thing. He and he he's the best. He's he's the best. Even though he's just a cab driver, he's the like that was all this guy's motto. He's literally this guy. Okay. Which Anthony, I agree with you in that, like he is really great at that, and he's good at character acting. Like in Ray, he played Ray, and he was great. In Ali, he played a real person who was this really troubled character. He was like a side character. I think he got nominated for Oscar for that too, and he was amazing. But I also don't think he's like even you know what he was great in that I don't think he gets any credit for is uh, Baby Driver. He was fucking awesome in Baby Driver. <laughs> Jimmy Fox, he yeah, was fucking yeah. great in that. Movie. He was very good as the villain in that. Yeah, for he sure. was amazing he was because he was playing a tough guy. But I yeah. also think that every actor's doing that, Anthony. Like if it's based off of like some people might have to pull off of something to be able to do it. They might have to. They might not be able to like decide on the wing like this is what it is. They might have to be like. This is who I am, and I have to expand in that as an actor. You know what I mean? Like live in the character, yeah. be that character. So I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't now, think it's a bad thing. If you like thing. Jamie Foxx or not, I don't think like it's Jamie a Fox, bad that's thing. That's your opinion. I think, I, I think, I think he's a Jamie, good actor. I think he's a good actor. I think Jamie Foxx is a world-class performer all around. I think he can do yeah. anything. I mean, he's great in Django. He's awesome in Django. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, he's I a very. I think Django. the very. He's a very good actor. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you would. He was. He's an all-time great. He's not going to be in that conversation, but like he's a. I think he's, he's a good. very good actor. Yeah, he's very he's talented. A good actor. Yeah, he's actually really good in any yeah, given right. Sunday too, which you're was right. like his first he's, like big. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, like there's a lot of really I good did roles. Pose he has. that question. Like, I love Django. As, like, is he a good actor? And of course he is. That's not. That was a. I was just. My question was his style of acting. Cause it's see, but you're right. Django, any given Sunday, like, uh, 
Those are those are all. Is there like, some? There, there, I mean, any given he Sunday. Won, he won. There's some. There's some. He won Oscar. There's some bad ones. Yeah. There's some bad. Like he's got some some goofy comedies, yeah, but no, he's but also Ray good at those co- comedic roles. Of like a guy, like a, that he's just hundred percent. Yeah. But he did it really fucking well. Like, he did. It was insane. How good it was. When I think of Ray, I think of Jamie Foxx. I don't even think of Ray. Yeah. Even though there's a movie called The Soloist, I think where he's like this Robert Downey crazy guy or plays yeah, a violin yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. Pre- full, pretty uh, pretty good in that kind of went yeah. full uh he was full, great in full, that full art full art. on that one yeah he, he was go good in that art. though he was good though you know what else he was he, really good in actually he, he, he got back. <laughs> you know what he was good in he was good in um uh um uh horrible bosses as motherfucker jones yeah was I was funny thinking, in that. That, <laughs> thinking that one too like, that was a, that was a yeah, funny small comedic role where it's like it was it was like a very good cameo kind of yeah. reoccurring role i think but... one of his best little roles for sure is uh baby driver though that's a small role but he yeah. kills it in that role baby driver's great i forget about that yeah, yeah. Right. he was in jarhead too he had a small role in jarhead that was pretty good yeah he was like he was a the captain of the chief, platoon, yeah, captain yeah. chief or whatever yeah, they call those army people bro you know what's great about that movie is the fucking cinematography deacons deacons literally handheld that entire movie he shot the whole thing jarhead? the whole fucking thing jarhead uh yeah he really there, yeah war it's good it, shit you know? yeah he also handheld guys, 1917 for two hours. Yeah. And now, <laughs> that was also true, also Mendez. Mendez directed uh Jarhead. Uh, yep. That was that was a Deacon's Mendez. He's done all Mendez's joint. movies except for like three. Uh, the first two were Conrad Hall. I'm not sure. I honestly and ever then seen away we go, away we go is not him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, Everything so where are we? To are we at the Coyote yet, or have they met? Uh, no, so now. Yet? Now we're at uh, he killed he killed the fucking jazz guy, uh, and then uh, they go back into the cab, and this is where the his boss calls again. He's like, "Yo, your mom's looking for you," and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Oh, I got to go visit my mom every night." And he's like, "Well, if you visit your mom every night at the hospital, then we got to go because you can't you can't be gone and missing because then people start looking for you. And that means they find me. So they go to they go to the hospital." And this is where Tom Cruise's character was sounding even more. And where he's like, "Yo, you got to get your mom flowers." She's like, "You can't fucking want flowers." Like she carried you in your room for fucking nine, twelve months. Like you're gonna get her flowers, and you're like, "Oh, this is weird." This guy's murking people, who's buying people flowers. What the fuck's up with that? Um, nine months, twelve months, whatever. Green jacket, gold jacket, um, shit. He didn't want to uh, he, he come out. The the, the womb was like island limos. You, you don't want to leave. Island boy. <laughs> All right, so I'm just in the womb, the- island boy. <laughs> Give me four more months, island boy. <laughs> Stupid. Um. So they go into the room, and you realize that his mom's kind of a character, a little sassy lady. And this is where it's revealed that not only did she not want the flowers because it's a waste of money, but the he she thinks that her son Jamie Fox Max is a limo driver for his company island limos and tom cruise is like oh this bitch ain't driving no limo and blah 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 but he plays along because you know he's a nice guy like you guys are saying he's a nice guy and he makes, and this is where this mom. is like one of his pivotal this moments is where, he's, where changing. he's changing he's changing here he's changing, he's changing his ways because nice he was standing in he's the changing corner into maverick this he was is the standing in the corner being, yeah. top gun standing... became this guy and then it goes back to being maverick this is the middle of top gun movie <laughs> fucking kenny loggins just starts playing he he's standing in the back he's like upset he's like i don't want to be here anymore i, I I want to kill people and then she's like oh you bought me flowers and he's like yeah and that's where he changes and he's like oh yeah I forgot my mom was a fucking my mom died when I was young backstory again thing you watched Mm -hmm. 
which is whatever. He does a lot of like shit that that you'll never know about, I guess, that which is interesting. I don't know if that's a common thing that people do. I guess it is. There's a lot in this movie that there's things that aren't shown that is, but then are I guess it, but I know I get, no, they said that. They said his they they explain it in the movie. His mom died and Yeah, he said died. yeah, he, yeah, he said his dad died of liver cancer and after he beat him he up a lot. And yeah, his mom died old. when he was young. And he was just kidding. Right. And he's like just just, just joking. Just get drunk around. Uh, goofing. yeah. Was he killing? Was he goofing, or did he do it? Cold blood. Goofing. And that was that was, was after goofing. <laughs> nah, who knows? GG, we'll never baby. know. But that, then, what? Jamie Foxx gets all mad that yeah. Like, actually, my, my, Jamie Foxx. No, the way that Michael Mann <laughs> described it and at that point, the thing is that briefcase. they were competing for the mom's affection. Like yeah. Tom Cruise was like, like Anthony said, Tom Cruise was like, oh, I'm bored. I want to go kill people. And then the mom said something. He was like, oh yeah, I got you those flowers and like liked the affection from her. And then Jamie Foxx was like, fuck this dude. This is my mom. And then grabs his briefcase. That's how Michael Mann described it. Hmm. He, he said these guys were like Tom becoming Cruise. friends, like because they're actually Who becoming wouldn't? friends at this point. What'd you say? Yeah, he's a nice he's guy. Was just trying to bang Tom Cruise. But yeah. Mom? No. Oh my god, yeah. imagine Tom Cruise banging the mom right there. That'd been hilarious. He right. He was like, um, take the briefcase. We're gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamie Foxx takes his briefcase, runs away. Tom Cruise chases him. This is where you run out that Tom Cruise basically runs like the T one thousand. Like it's pretty crazy. He's just fucking jetting mock speed, twenty five miles per hour cruise. Like Jamie Foxx is like, oh shit! He has. Uh, by the way, uh, in that mind, have you guys a weird seen front that uh, tooth? But he's got a perfect. Have you run. guys seen that uh, that little video of like what Jason does when like you're not looking? And it's like Jason sprinting <laughs> because he's always or Michael Myers. It was Michael Myers. It was Michael Myers. Like it's like when not looking, what Michael Myers is like him like sprinting because he's always catching up to you. It's so funny, and then like cut back, he was like. <laughs> like, like, yeah. it's just, so funny. <laughs> just sweating under the mask yeah it's so funny anyway so um tom cruise chases fucking vincent onto this like overpass and vincent throw i mean and jamie fox character throws his briefcase over gets run over by a fucking by a truck and this is one of the coolest shots in the movie is when Tom Cruise like yeah. looks at him and Jamie Foxx is like, oh shit. And then he starts walking at him. And like the camera like goes into Tom Cruise's face. And then when he takes Jamie Fox, it like goes with him to the ground. Yeah. Like it's pretty he, like, sick. Falls down with him. And it, it's the it, like it, sideways. It's, like both of them like, are in frame. It's like them in frame. In the middle, there's traffic speeding by on the 10. And then behind yeah. that is the fucking is the LA skyline. It's one of the dopest shots in the movie. It's pretty sick. There's some. I it's mean, when when sick. in the alleyway when they find Ramon when in that alleyway when the when the first body drops out of the thing and when yeah. uh, Ruffalo's over there and they're investigating those shots are amazing. The city, I feel like they just oh. found the dopest city shots to to well, uh, to have that, the night sky in the background. That goes back to what I was saying to you about Michael Mann researching cops and shit all the time. They would go to these places, and so Michael Mann always kept track of the places they went. So he uses these actual places that he's seen for these shots yeah. for these uh, great um, shot great thing that's what that's mention, what reminded me of like tony scott movies reminds me of like the the um uh, fucking what's the one where he goes king kong ain't got shit on me oh that's not Tony. that's anton fuqua but that's um training the day. training day that's a good <clears throat> la movie yeah that's anton fuqua but yeah that's a great that's a great that's a great I'm movie thinking of that's fuqua, movie. man because yeah. that's what i'm thinking of Although Tony Scott would have yeah. made this crazy too. 
Does he do LA yeah. shit? Yeah, he's a LA guy. Yeah, I mean he he made uh he made fucking True Romance, which was LA. Guy. True Romance, that was LA. Top also, the last Boy Scout. Top Gun was that in LA. Top Gun. I mean, kinda. Right? Wasn't it down south? That San looks Diego, much right? more San Diego. Yeah. More down that that way. I heard someone talking about like the Top Gun universe. That's just perpetual sunsets and beaches and <laughs> beautiful skies and great bot and great like handsome people. Yeah, just playing football topless. Beach football. Love. I read that Miles Teller abs had to shoot for his, days. His ab scene twice. Like they shot the scene, and then like he was like started eating food again. And then the, like two weeks, so they're like, "All right, we gotta reshoot that scene on the beach." He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, we actually like two weeks, so like don't eat anything for like two weeks and just work out." And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> My abs continuity is gonna be way off. You're gonna. Yeah. Have no, that's CG what they had to do though. He shit. was like, he was worse. So, have you watched that movie yet, Schwartz? You haven't watched Maverick yet? Nah, I don't think I want to watch that. It's so Dude, good. We're you're make stupid you if you it. don't. Make it's you so goddamn good. We're make you watch it for the I feel podcast. like I should have seen it. it. I feel like I should have seen it in theaters though. Yeah, should have. Like you, you definitely should have. But if you watch it on you a big ass up. TV, it's still great because the I mean, story is actually very good. You're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it for the. We're gonna watch it for the cast. We should. Yeah. Have we done that director? No. No. Definitely. Definitely not. I'm all. I'm all about it. I don't think we've done a Fuqua either. We have not. No, no Fuquas on this podcast. We, you know, we far. could do. I have We're a Fuqua on my to? list, actually. Are you not allowing us to? My Fu- I have a Fuqua on my list. No Fuquas. Southpaw. The Jamie, the the um, the boxing movie. Southpaw I have never with, uh, actually seen that, and I've always it's been kind of curious it's fucking to great. see it. But yeah, I've never actually Fuqua. seen it. Damn, it's what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Gyllenhaal. Handsome man. Oh, he's jacked. Yeah, he's a jacked dude. He's also like 60. You look, he's like pretty old, too. Look good. He's made a lot of good movies though. Jake Training Jones. Day, Equalizer. Damn, I'm thinking of Equal. I thought Equalizer. What? But they've been making Equalizers even after Tony Scott. So they definitely not him. Yeah, he did the Equalizers too. Yeah. Tony Scott had a lot of uh, had a lot of um, um, Denzel Washington too though. He did like Deja Vu, Unstoppable, fucking Man on Fire. Those were all Tony Scott movies. Yeah. All right, so where are we? Well, we're at um, talking about Antoine. Southpaw. Southpaw's on my list. I'll pick it for the next time if you want. It's it's Antoine Fugos. Right. It's really good. All right, keep it, keep it in mind. Keep it, yeah. keep it on that list. Keep it. On but yeah, list. so um, so they just got they just got out of there. Out they're on the fucking overhang thing. They're on the the walkway over the over the ten. Yeah, he's the threw, briefcase. He threw the briefcase. Lost all his shit. So now he doesn't know who he's got to kill and where he's got to go. So this is where. You're like, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? So, oh, yeah. So he take, Tom Cruise doesn't kill him, fucking takes him to the ground and, and awesome shot we were talking about. Basically, like, all right, let's figure this out. So he tells him he's got to go talk to this dude. and He's got to pretend to be him. And this is definitely Jamie Foxx's best scene in the movie as far as acting goes is this scene. This is a, this is a pretty great scene. And he pretends to be him, goes into this club. Yeah, he's good at pretending to be other talk- people. Talks to yeah, an, an abrupt, right. an abrupt, right. sudden confidence. Talks to, uh, talks to, uh, Reyes, Alfonso Reyes, Torino, whatever the fuck this guy's name is. He's the, the big boss, the guy that's hired Tom Cruise to kill these people because like, he's probably getting the, the thing that Jada Pinkett's doing. He's probably against him. It's motherfucking Javier. It's Javier. Bardem. Yeah. Javier uh, Bardem. Anton Chagor himself. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good scene. 
the dialogue's a <clears> little, <throat> little. Yeah, he would say that here. You know what I mean? He's talking about some little guy doing little things and doing things. Oh, he's no, talking about really the, the story of Black Peter. He's talking about Black Peter and <laughs> Santa. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Kind of a dumb story, but whatever. It was uh, it was a very like menacing story, like an anti Shigor type yeah. would tell. What was yeah. so menacing about it? He was saying Just, he was saying uh, like uh, he was saying people are unaware every, of every Christmas evils, you would give uh, Pepe, uh, what Pedro Pedro Negro the list of the naughty kids, and he would go check on the naughty kids, and if they were still naughty, he'd give them some fucking coal. And he was like, "Do you know what Santa Claus would do?" To Pedro, if he lost the fucking list, because he lost the list, and he was like, oh, he would not okay. be very happy if he lost the fucking list. And he was yeah. like, hey man, uh... and then he made up some story. Like he was like, I had a tail, so I threw the list in the freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, like, okay. So, tell you one thing, cops are coming to there because you can't do that, and they're gonna find that list, and they're gonna be like, these seem like people that are dying, and here's two more people on the list. So they're probably, you know, that's, that's not the wisest maneuver. If I was the, I, I was Javier the, Bartimo, I think the point is though, is that you can't trace it back to anybody, so it doesn't matter if yes. they find it. You and also like getting, and maybe hopefully nobody saw them run up there have a little tussle and throw it over and then them leave and then get in the exact same taxi that they've been riding around in all day and drive away why do they keep getting in the same taxi yeah those are some of my issues like there's just these things like oh, you got issues really... yeah i'm agreeing yeah i'm agreeing you got with those the complaints you just complained about <laughs> what other issues you got oh. no just like the house thing some things were just very like conveniently you know placed and like like you like said like, you know, you'd think they would yeah the, I think so the coyotes, coyotes is michael mann said one night he was driving around la downtown la with a, in a cop like doing a stakeout and they saw these two coyotes just cross the road and they made eye contact with the coyotes and basically it was just like that was crazy in the middle it's, of downtown LA. And it actually is cool. And it's cool in the movie. I don't give a fuck what you think. It's, a a, cool it's also yeah. a bad omen. Like a, a coyote represents something similar to like a black cat in some, in some, like, I think like Native American communities or something like that, where it's like if a coyote crosses your path, like that's a bad omen. Kick like it. it's bad luck. <laughs> yeah. That's a, it's, it's so I think that's, that was also like a reference I, to that. Maybe I've like he's, kick he's a coyote. going somewhere. I was you really? coyote. I was in uh, the ruthless side. Of the dog. I don't know. There's I like, heard, coyotes are, are out there, are fucking, and they don't give a fuck. They'll come right up to you. That's why we were out shooting in the middle of a park in the middle of the night with no lights, and I was out getting the oh, long sure. shot, getting the shot with the long lens. So I was far in the distance, and they were fucking out yonder. They were all, they were all, they weren't like you know about to attack us, but they were around. They were yipping at us, and then and then a couple of them came up to us, and I was like, get out of here. And then we had like, where was this? I was like, ah, it was in LA. It was like Elysian uh, Park or something, out yeah. out there, like in that in that area by like like the park by like around Dodger area. Yeah, those savage coyotes out here. They're like garbage They're savage, coyotes, dude. Yeah, they'll come right garbage up to you. Yeah. We literally, I was like, can I get someone over here to just keep coyotes away from me? Yeah, that's why I don't let my cat cat hey, out right, at night. Right. Damn, yeah, you don't want to choke, choke. You know who we forgot to mention? I just realized we forgot to mention is Mark Ruffalo's character and what he's doing. We haven't talked about that one. He's basically, yeah, trailing the he's on the trail on the trail of the dead of the cruise because he thinks that Tom Cruise has done this before and that the guy that's right in the the beginning with the cabbie 
is the guy really doing the shit? Whereas the other people end up thinking that it's Jamie Foxx because they see him physically in the club, which I guess was a good plan by Cruz, you know? Are we yeah. to believe that that is Tom Cruise, the what he, the story that he told about Oakland? He was like, yeah, that's same thing how, Oakland. That's how I took it, and that's how I'd like to take yeah. it. So I'll think that, yeah. I was very unimpressed by this B story. As much as I love Mark Ruffalo, like the shit he was doing was just kind of boring to me. Do you know why I love the B story? Because Ruffalo's a badass. Over, no, that's true. He does. He is surprised. You're right. You're right. I do like how they cut that out. I love your emotions in that moment. Are are you're like because you're like all right, Jamie Fox, talk to him. All right, he believes Jamie Fox. We're good. All right, we're all escaping. All right, Tom's over there. All right, he's coming out. He sees Jamie Fox. We're good. Jamie Foxx is good. He's dead. Jamie Foxx is getting back in the cab. They're fucked. And he just slams into the car next to him, which I which I laughed out loud. I thought that was well. Hilarious. No, he shoots. He shoots him. Jamie Foxx comes out of the club. I know. And, like you think he's gonna be with him, and then tuck, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like your emotions, because you're like, all right, this is good, and then he goes pop, pop, pow. He's like, oh no, that's bad. That was epic. And Jake, I think the point of it was is that like. I don't think that story was ever supposed to be as good as the main story in any way. It's just kind of a cop who has been thinking about this and maybe he can find him. And then it was just kind of insignificant. Which is another thing that he's trying to show you is that like the there's so many people like interconnected but don't even know it. And then like boom, like that guy was in the elevator with him and two hours later he's getting shot by him in a parking lot. I mean, that's right. just crazy. And they so. didn't even like at no point were they like, Hey, didn't I see you in the elevator? And it was no, they, no, they were just no. crossing yeah. paths. Right. It just had yeah. there had to be something right. else. Do I know you movie. from somewhere? <laughs> and right. it was either that or what? Follow Jada around, watching her yeah. lawyer doing lawyer shit. Get out of here! I was over her. But Michael Mann does that. She, had, she maybe maybe more screen time. She had great hair in this movie. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> Michael Mann we, does we, that. We he, appreciate her looks in a little while. while Michael Mann does that. While you have them, ugly ass bitch. Well, I've only said positive things about Jada Pinkett Smith on this podcast. Let it be known. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about Jada. Oh, <laughs> he's talking about you, you ugly bitch. Oh, <laughs> anyway, mm. in Heat, he also has those side stories about sides for Pacino and De Niro and a little bit of Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is a very little role in that movie, but he's the third biggest role. And then you got Tom Sizemore's character. You got Danny Trejo's character. And then on the cop side, you got Pacino's buddies who are also the cops. And you got the wives. Both wives have side fucking stories. And then you've got the story of Wayne Grow, who kills the guy in the beginning. And then eventually is the guy in the end who De Niro fucking goes back and kills and they get shot because of that. And then you got De Niro's fucking girl who he meets in the fucking coffee shop. And then you got the black driver dude who you meet 45 minutes with 45 minutes left in the movie who drives the getaway car, gets shot being in the movie for 10 minutes. So Michael Mann's about these side characters, dude. These side characters kind of drive his movies. All right. And that's a lot of people. I don't think Anthony heard any of that, but right. no, oh, I was putting my wig on uh, in Bro, honor you of look, Jada. Oh my God. Smith. That is hilarious. Good, good side character rant, but that is hilarious. <laughs> I'll rewind it. Well, you okay, want to give me the, give me the cliff notes. Cliff notes. We were just talking about uh, how like Ruffalo's side story he didn't like, and I was like, Michael Mann's kind of all about side characters. And in Heat, I explained all the side characters like Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore, Jane Trejo, all the cops' wives, uh, Val Kilmer's wives, the black driver, the dude who gets you. You meet forty five minutes into the movie, like no, <laughs> he's not Argyle, but he's, he's the guy who's working at the fucking. Uh, remember they go to the diner and they're like, "Yo, rec- you recognize the cook?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's the dude." He's like, "Ask me who wants to fucking." And they go into the kitchen. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Yo, you want to fucking be our driver real quick? Fucking right now, like." 20 grand 
And he's like, fuck it. And then he gets killed. You know him for 20 minutes. And he's dead. Like, yeah. Michael Mann's all about that kind of that shit. That was like, the guy from the you. unit. That was the insurance guy. Unit. Yeah, yeah. He is the insurance guy. Good yeah, hands. Yeah. So I yeah. just want to watch the heat more. I wish we could he's watch it. Stop making it. And stop then you got the Nero's girl who's got the little small role in the movie. He meets all her right. at the coffee shop. Right. You know what I mean? There's so back many. To, back to this movie. Back to this movie. <laughs> all right. Where are we now? Shit. Where are we at? Okay, so so what happened was Jamie Foxx goes into the club, talks to this dude, acts his way out of it. He tells him he's got two more hits, so get it done. And then uh, the dude's like, listen, if he doesn't fucking – they all know where the next target is. He's at a club. He's like, listen, if he doesn't go fucking do his job here, we're going to kill him at the club. Mm-hmm. So now you got those dudes and then Fanning, Mark Ruffalo's character, all go into the feds and being like, yo – he goes to the feds. He's like, yo, we need your surveillance on this. Like, we're after this dude. We think he's driving around in a fucking cab, murking people. And then this is also where, where he's like, oh, this dude might be a fucking killer that we saw from back then. You know what I mean? Cut to everybody's going to the fucking club to, to fucking do this thing. They go to the club. Tom Cruise is murking people with his hands now, snapping necks, snapping fucking knees, Not like cool straight up taking people way. out. I mean, he he's do he would beat up John Wick. I think. I think John Wick's a puss. You're no. insane. With guns. You're insane. John Wick's no wasted emotion <laughs> with John Wick. There's he just John Wick's doing a, it out of emotion. You killed his dog, dude. That's it's the only like why he's uh, doing it. John this Wick is, is one of those random guys. John Wick would just take out. You know who? Like, Vin, you, you, know, you know who I was actually thinking about? Vincent. It reminded me of another Vincent. Vincent reminds me of Vincent in Pulp Fiction. I feel like John Travolta's character has the same demeanor as his character when it comes to life and death. Yes. Vincent I think there's Vincent. like a, I think it's, I think the, his attitude about life and shit is more aligned with Jules, but he has like a, the presentation of Vincent a little bit more. I, I kind of see his a, attitude a, a combined... is Vincent for sure. Oh shit. Sick hat, dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Polaris now? It's like Polaris. <laughs> No way. <laughs> got the beard and the long hair and the hat. Uh, goofy, stoked to little, be here, bro. A little bit goofy. This is just in, in honor of Jada Pinkett Smith. All right. Rest in peace, Jada. R.I.P. Uh Yeah. So where are we? Um. So they go to the club. Uh, Tom Cruise They're, is breaking next. I did checks. And... I did. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't make sense. Snapping uh, checks. I meant to say. I did call news. this the John Wick scene. Oh, great thing to say. Great thing to add. Good thing. I like that one. Um, this was so, the, the reminds me of the heat shootout. Scene. So the cops. What? This is nothing like the heat. Stop thinking about. I mean, like the action. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So I'm going to stop better. talking about. Yeah. The heat. No, I know. Exactly. It, it made me want to see the heat. Yeah, sorry. 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 I should have said, I shouldn't have said anything. It's just the most realistic shootout in the history of film. The heat I can't shootout believe it's the same director. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so they're all converging in the club. The fucking feds, the cops, the security, the Mexican fucking cartel, Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, they're all going. And then Tom Cruise is killing people. Jamie Foxx is about to get shot. And then Tom Cruise shoots the guy who's about to shoot Jamie Foxx. And he's like, yo, I got your back. And Jamie Foxx is like, fuck, dude. And then fucking <laughs> Jamie Mark Foxx is like, please out. stop saving me. I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo's like, yo, it's you. He's like, yo, it's not me. I'm not killing you. He's like, I know, I believe you. I think it's the other guy. He's like, oh shit, sick. And then Tom Cruise is in there. He kills his. He kills the Asian dude with all the bitches. Fucking pop, pop, pop. Kills him three times. Kills everybody else. Shoots the Fed guy. 
Jamie Foxx is walking out. Oh, we already went over this. Uh, Jamie Foxx is walking out. Yeah, so just, Tom Cruise I just I got a little fucking excited. Ruffalo. Tom Cruise shoots Ruffalo. And you're like, all right. So now he's back in the car. They fucking jam out of there. And then Jamie Foxx kind of has a nervous breakdown, decides to crash the car on the fucking middle of the fucking downtown LA. Fucking and turns it off. Oh, actually, no, hold on. This is the audio slave moment. After this, they see the coyotes. You fucking, they see the coyotes. Was that before this? Was it before or after the club with the coyotes? That was right before this, I think. Before the club? I think it was right before the club, right after they talked to Mama. Okay, so they see the Coyotes, bad sign. It, it cuts the audio slave, six song. Audio slave is one of the best bands ever. <clears throat> Fucking six song makes it all like intense. Jamie Foxx is having realizations of like, oh, what's his life? What's he been moment. doing? Tom Cruise is the same thing. He's like, what the fuck? Pretty cool shit. It's a very existential movie. It's, for, it's supposed to be super existential. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know about then, that. What do you mean? It is definitely existential. It talks about it's just it's all about like showing like the difference between how Jamie Foxx thinks and how Tom Cruise kind of opens up his mind. Tom Cruise is fucking showing all kinds of people things like fucking you're gonna die. And then you got fucking Ruffalo's character who's trying his hardest to do things. Like it's all it's all about people doing their job and fucking like living like being good at what they do. You know what I mean? It's like super like it is. It's existential. This is an existential movie. I agree with everything you're saying except for his existential. Um, but yeah, it is three guys doing their best at what they do. Three guys doing the best at what they do. Is, is Ruffalo the best at what he does? I don't know. It doesn't I mean, seem he's like he's killed. He's he gets killed hard. halfway through the movie. He's, he's not no that great. Hunter. No, no, he's not. He's like 50% everybody else. He's, back he's, he's not the best, but he's the best we got. <laughs> he's one of those guys. Definitely, definitely a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> and, <laughs> you saw his slick back hair. I think dude, the, the fucking. I think the scene <laughs> alone when they're back. talking when they're when they're talking about when they're talking about like what he should be doing, what he doesn't do, and mixed with the coyote scene, mixed with the scene talking about Paco Negro, like that's pretty essential shit. They're they're going a little deep there. That's all some deep stuff. Like it's not just your run of the mill fucking cops and robbers movie. Like heat's the same way. Like the, life the, is most jazz, of the, man. Most of the movie, you're just like hanging out with these fucking two characters who are just doing the same thing on opposite sides, having women troubles, like doing their job. But the job is to like De Niro's job is just to like steal things, and Pacino's job is just to catch people who steal things. And they just always just they're just it's parallel. It's like you know what I mean. It's all parallel. All right. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with any of this. I where agree are we with at? that. Somebody else to take over. They crash the car. Uh, yeah, car neither crash. of them were wearing oh, yeah. seatbelts, and in that accident, both of them would have been ejected from the vehicle, and they would have been dead for sure, hundred percent. I don't know Reckless how they survived. Reckless, and also that guy's never getting a taxi job again. Yeah. The aftermath of Max is questionable. <laughs> what what all went down? Like how how Max got away with all this is questionable, but you know, yeah. we'll see. So the well, serial so killer the end of the movie runs away. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he got away with it, but the I fact know, is, exactly. he's got Jada Pinkett, a I know, that lawyer, helps. That so helps. he's probably gonna get away with it. Probably. Oh no, she probably she probably bounced right at the top of the stairs, dude. She's well, like, thanks. Okay, I you hate later. you too. Bye. So she went a home, cop she comes. Went home to Will. Cop comes, slaps him. Cop comes, uh, says, "Oh, everything's gonna be fine," but then finds the body of Raymond in the trunk. And it's like, ah, oh, shit, we got to fight. Oh, but, but right before that, Tommy Cruz. Oh, well, right before that, we realize 
who his last victim is. We we didn't really get to that point. Jada. No, that happens right here. That's why that's why Jamie Foxx leaves the cop. He sees the in the crash. He sees the computer and it shows a picture of her. Oh, he, he sees together, it right there. Steals, steals yeah. the cop's gun. Ties so the he car, knows. The cop to so Tom himself. Cruise knew that it was Jada, that that was the same person the whole time. No, he couldn't. No, Tom no Cruise he didn't no know idea. that. No, yeah, he didn't know that. Okay. He never saw Jada. No, no, he saw he saw when uh, they were like in the same building. He was yeah, like scouting yeah. out the building when when he got when he picked up Tom. Yeah, but he, he didn't know up, that was picked... her, like who she was. No, he, he did that not was know. His mark. Yeah. Oh, like he, he mentioned that like he met a girl, building. but that was kind of it in yeah. the beginning. He was I, doing I, his thing, chicken wing. That was sick. I didn't even realize that. His hair's making me smarter. I can see why Jada does it. Um, so yeah, they what happens? Uh, oh, yes, Jamie Foxx's character, Jamie Foxx's character steals the cop's gun. But we should go back on the crash for a second. Like, the scene right there is the first scene where Jamie Foxx actually does something about anything, and that's I think it was us supposed to show. Like, he literally is like, All right, well, I'm gonna crash this yeah. fucking car. If, like, if we die, we die. If I die, I die. It's whatever. Like, it's the first I'm not time dealing he with took this control of his own life, the control issue, exactly. Yeah. And he crashed it. And the fact he is, changed. they both survived, they got lucky. Tom they Cruise runs changed. away, he takes the cop's gun. And the, they both go into the same place coincidentally, and they don't really. Yeah. They gotta go. Don't know it. So kill up, and then also this, save Jada Pinkett. Upcoming scene is the best sh- shots of the movie. I think is when in the dark rooms is from the point of view of the when he's on top of the parking garage, lo- looking at, the- through the window. She he sees both of them. Um. I I love that the shots of Tom Cruise in her office and then the Man, rack focus is to him. him. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love that. Yeah, that was dope. And then just all yeah, it's just all those shots out of the windows, through the windows, up in the in between those two. The fact that the fact that he was like he busts in the door and it was a little like MacGuffin that we thought he was busting in her door, but not busting in her door. We thought he was going to her, uh, but she wasn't in her office. She was in the library. It was great. All of that. All of that was great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Cruise was just like T-1000 again, just fucking T-1000. breaking through doors, dude. You want to hear fun facts? That building they wanted, it was 777 South Figueroa Street. They the, the, the It was the parking garage was a part of that building. It was a perfect part of that building, but they they had to get special permission because it was used by the secret service of the United States. They only had a few hours under strict supervision to be on top of the building, get the scene that they needed and then be escorted out quickly. Hmm. Thank you for fun facts with Tony. Sick. That's cool that you can be a filmmaker and be like, yo, do you guys, you secret service guys, you think you can maybe give us like three hours? <laughs> They're like, you know what, Michael Man? We yeah. love heat yeah. so much yeah. that we'll do this. Saw heat. Dude, like, we saw heat. Shit so yeah, we've gotten away with just for shooting yeah. trash TV. Imagine, imagine shooting a quality feature film, and so yeah. and ha- and having respect for that, and people be like, yeah, whatever, dude. You can come in my back door all you want. I saw heat. I saw Last of the Mohicans. Dude, heat it t- took over the city. Yeah. That's the third yeah, best the LA movie of all. With Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. That's a pretty great Michael Mann movie, too. I think I saw that one. It's a good one. What's your favorite LA movie? I'm saying La La Land. LA? Drive. I think that's the coolest predict, uh, shot LA ever. Just so weird. It's like whimsical LA. 
still great though. I Lock think Nichols, uh, Nichols Running Refn. I think Neon Demon's a pretty good LA movie too. Is Same director, like, obviously. Very LA though. Yeah. Can't remember the sh- LA ness of it. Um Pete, he's probably up there. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is probably the first LA I ever had because that's the first LA movie I saw that was set in LA, probably. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is uh, is a really good one. Yeah, that's a great um, one. Yeah. Pulp Fiction What's is a great the, um... LA movie, but it's not like a love story to LA like this is. That's right. more that's definitely that's all valley stuff. And it's it's yeah. all it's not sure. like it's like shot where he can shoot it rather than <clears throat> sure, sure, sure. But I still when I thought of way. LA, that's how I thought it looked. But when I saw it, I thought, actually, you know what? I'm wrong. You know what movie was my first LA movie? Last Action Hero. That's a good one. Schwarzenegger movie. That's pretty yeah. good. I always think of uh um, that's how I think of Who Frame Roger Rabbit, like even yeah. Frame Roger Rabbit. Who knows? Those are two great LA movies, though. Another another good one is Nightcrawler. Oh, I Nightcrawler is one of the best movies Crawler. ever made. Yeah. Nightcrawler yeah. is this simple idea, but the character is <clears> so good. And the way it ends, I watched it like a week ago. The way it ends, you're just like, fuck, all right. Yeah. Like, Nightcrawler is one of the best. In my opinion, Nightcrawler is probably my top 50 movies of all time. Now, that guy didn't have any fucking care for life. No, that, that, that guy, that's a whole other level of Yeah. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal should have won an Oscar for that fucking role. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal fucking killed Come him. to my house. Jake, He's really I'll give good. You an Oscar. Yo, so Southpaw, the movie, the Antoine Fuqua movie, Jake Gyllenhaal is a fucking monster in it, dude. He's a fucking okay. boxer. He's like huge and he's just fucking a fan. crazy motherfucker he's we should watch it i'm, I'm a fan of jg yeah oh big fan it's of JG. good he's good and jgl to be since we're on the topic now yeah, watching JGL's this movie too. made me think of nightcrawler a lot and made me think of my time on that nightcrawler-esque show that i did yeah that that's kind of, that's when i was like seeing coyotes and i saw bear like i saw a lot of weird shit at night and i love that was a Night LA really cool is some of my is so, is just favorite overnight LA, not just night LA. And like when everyone goes because LA shuts down at two or used to, I don't yeah. know. I think they changed the law, but LA shut down at two, so uh, only the freaks were out after two, and that's a long time. Two to six a.m. is a long time for freaks to wander yeah. the streets. I always just love driving through like. Like say like on the way home from a job, like if you get off late, like midnight or or even like two, whatever, like late at night and it's like the freeways are wide open and you're just cruising through the city. It's just like such a surreal place. Yeah. yeah. I think empty, drive sets empty, that pretty well. Drive shows those like pretty, surrealism yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. Just when you, you get know what like else a is, gap well, in traffic on the 405 and you like for one second you look behind you and there's nobody behind you and i was like oh my god and obviously more cars Who come but everybody yeah, yeah it's like you can get like that shot I, uh, I have a friend who's who's always like i wanted to get you can get that shot of like the street empty for like two seconds and it looks dystopian but just for two yeah. seconds like i always wanted to get that shot and like make a dystopian movie i mean fucking it was weird when code was going on when like all the highways were fucking completely empty it was like pretty rad to drive around at times just and it would take me fucking the road like seinfeld episode uh, <laughs> it take it takes you like minutes to get to hollywood it's like what the fuck out i didn't realize hollywood's so close and all right let's like, let's let's end this fucking movie real right. close Hi, la we're, we're love uh, yeah. um i used to be there i wasn't there for covid so jada pinkett smith yeah where are we yeah, where are we they they go to Jada Pinkett Smith's office. Oh, yeah. uh, they the they shit, escape the office. All the shit they're Anthony shooting talked each other. about, which was yeah. the the shots he talked about, which were 
Jamie Foxx trying to warn Jada Pinkett that Tom Cruise is coming for her. Tom Cruise is in the building already searching for her. And it's all intercut through these dope shots Anthony was talking about, which are awesome shots for sure. Uh, and then eventually uh, uh, Jamie Foxx shows over. up in the room with with uh, Tom Cruise and he shoots him. He shoots him in the fucking ear. And hey, they start fleeing. They flee downstairs into the metro line. They yeah. get on the they get on the um the metro and then Tom Cruise gets on and they're going for a while, which I thought the scene that that was great too. Like the door opening and Tom Cruise getting out, just pointing the gun and like waiting for them yeah. to come out. That was pretty sick. That was well that was the whole fun. the whole like them going, the lights, the way the lights were turning on it, like the the trailing as mm-hmm. the electricity passed through. And him coming yeah, through, and then finally find them hiding. The shot, how hide. about the shot of Tom Cruise? How about the shot of Tom Cruise when he when he gets to the back of the train? It's like the train whizzes yeah. past, and it turns around. Tom Cruise back, and then it shows. It's like a go into the glass. And he's just like <laughs> goes into his face. Like yeah, that, that was some more T one thousand. Sure, that was sick, dude. dude. That was awesome. Just, that was those are the, those yeah. random superhero moments. Those were with sick. Him, or superhuman moments, I should say. That was how fun, did he though. get on that cool. train? Hops on, dude. He's also, trained. he was I mean. he's John Wick train. train. He's like a John Wick. He's Almost better than John Wick. Wait, no, he he's not as good as John yes, Wick. Yes, he is. He's better. You're right. You want to say it? your subconscious told you. You know. No, I don't have a. Subconscious. We all know. Now we all know. Now the world knows. You know what I do have? Like, I don't think he's far off, but John Wick is. Maybe you just think John Wick's cooler because it's Keanu. I love Keanu. He turns into no, John he just Wick. he just does more. In, in, he does more impressive things in his change and his full trans- yeah. metamorphosis of of. Of personality. All right. John Wick wanted to have been killed by Max. Hell no. Boom. What happened? John Wick wanted to have been killed by Max. John Wick would have fucking easily executed that situation. That's my only problem with this movie was the ending. We were about to get there. I was about to say is I don't understand why Tom Cruise died. I don't get it. Like. He got shot. I feel like it would have been so much cooler if, well, yeah, he does get shot by Jamie Foxx. So much cooler if he literally just murked them both and bounced. That would have been so sick. He's the villain. That would have been so sick. Bad guy, dude. Yeah, but come on, bad guy. And then, and then he becomes that, like, you know, self fulfilling philosophy of the whole like guy, yeah, the guy on the train, yeah, philosophy, yeah, philosophy, prophecy, prophecy, philosophy, yeah, a sloppy prophecy, exactly, philosophy. Per- yeah, You're perfect. Um, yeah, so they get in a little gunfight. Pop, 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 pop. Uh, Jamie Foxx ends up shooting Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is mortally wounded, yeah. loses mm-hmm. all his motor skills, sits on a thing, and says to Jamie Foxx, uh, w- one thing he said to him earlier in the cab when they were talking and getting to know each other, which was that L.A. is a very distant place, and he read about this guy gets on a cab or gets a, on a train, dies, Rides around with people like for a while and no one notices. And yeah. then as he's dying on the train, he says, You think anybody will notice? That problem. And then that's it. Exactly. And I think he chose not to kill <clears throat> Jamie Foxx because he had nothing to gain and that he cares for life. I, I agree with you that I think he respects the fact that Jamie Foxx took the uh, himself to try to save himself and he ends up getting the best of him. So he he does not kill him for that reason. I agree with you there. But I still do think he's cold hearted. He's not. He there's never really signs of revenge, or he's never a vengeful person. Well, I think if you especially toward the end when he changes, if you kill people the way he does, and you're trained the way he is, you deal with people the way you do, and you obviously had a lot of training to do this, you're under the mindset of like you're gonna, you could die, 
And like, you I also get okay jaded. You when like, you do something okay every with it. when you do something every day, Survival regardless of what it is, even if it's killing someone, you're gonna get jaded by it. I kill people every day. I know it's weird, but I, I do it all the time. <laughs> it's weird. It's fucked up, that. but I do it all the time, and uh, it doesn't really, you know, it's not. It's gonna stop affecting you at a certain point if you do it enough. So I, I think but this. I've only done though. it a couple times. It, so I think the look of it's great. I think Tom. I think this is a top top three. Maybe for Tom Cruise role, I think that uh, Michael Mann's movies are all pretty amazing. I like all of them, most of them at least. Out of the ten he's made, I like like eight of them. I think this is top three, probably. Heat, Ali. I mean, Les Mohicans is pretty great. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but that's a pretty great movie. Don't Day Lewis movie. Heat, Manhunter, Collateral, it. top three. You got to watch The Insider, and you got to watch Ali if you have it. Ali's pretty great. Yeah, I got to fill in some gaps, but Ali's amazing. It's Emmanuel Lubezki, so it's fucking pretty. So I read somewhere about like them shooting, like why he died, because in the end he's just sh- like Jamie Foxx is just shooting erratically, and yeah. Tom is doing his like two to the chest, one to the head, and I say I want to say it said something. You see on the heat. Because the door, I don't know why this is a bulletproof door, but one of the theories was the door because, uh, because Tom Cruise it's is trying. It to, was on Jamie Foxx's body. Tom Cruise is trying to get. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah, so Bob, so he hits the metal part rather than the windows, which yep. Jamie Foxx yep. is just randomly shooting through the window, so he got yep. one through. Which is another thing about him changing his ways, not Jamie or not Tom Cruise, but Jamie Foxx. Because he is trying to get Jamie Foxx to change, trying to man up a little bit. Hundred percent, I'll yeah. agree with that. I yeah, agree with I that. Fox changes, that. and so yeah. Max changes. Jamie Foxx changes. Jamie Foxx does change by by yeah. fucking manning up, but uh, who yeah. doesn't change his ways, Mister Tom Cruise? He's to his stringent yeah. professional ways of two to the chest, one to the head, and because yeah. of that, he hit the metal part of the door. And I guess there's Kevlar in that, so that stopped his bullets. But uh, I'm, I can get behind that. I'm I'm cool with that. I was trying to find I it. I, I don't know where I read Tom that. Tom Cruise but... character win, but it's fine. But yeah. All right. Well, stupid. Michael Mann, good director. Michael Mann, Great two movies. wins. Watch his movies. He's got a new movie coming out about Enzo Ferrari starring Adam Driver. Sick. I'm a big F1 fan these days, as you can tell by the it's hair. pretty dope. I'm a big Adam Driver fan, so um, as you can tell by the dick sucking, everybody wins. Uh, one more fun fact: Debbie Mazer was in this movie of Empire Records. Yeah, she was a lady in the beginning. She was a lady in the beginning arguing with her with her boyfriend. Yeah, you know what? Last time I checked, you're fucking me. So then it cuts (laughs) off. (laughs) She's credited as like intelligent young woman or something, but uh, she's also Regina in Beethoven's Second. She's the kid dog napper in Beethoven's Second, one of my favorite childhood movies. She's also the mistress in Goodfellas of. uh-huh. Old, uh huh. Main character, uh, Michael Mann. You the man. Eddie Norton. You gonna rate all, this thing? Offered both roles. Yeah. That that oh, that would have been good. I also heard that when it was uh, not Michael Mann directing it, it was going to be Adam Sandler as the cab driver and Russell Crowe as Tom Cruise. Which no, I, th- I think Adam Sandler was attached 
the whole time. And Adam it was Sandler? only because some something like As a, a, cab driver, a schedule. Yeah. So there was a scheduling oh, issue. Like Spanglish God. went over over calendar and it would have been yeah, it would have been too. Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. yeah well good thing he he won awards for that one. Yeah. He would have gotten that Oscar for sure. Spanglish. Yeah, I rate I give it a um hmm uh, rating rating collateral 2004 by Michael Mann. I'm gonna give it a solid 6.0. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I'm gonna give it 7.4. I think I said that. top top cruise, top Michael Mann, both both fucking legendary that would they do. So six, I thought 6.0 was high. All right, I'll give it 6.5. Cuz I did like we're, it. We're we're doing that at 10, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sticking at 7.4. I was six, thinking seven, Yeah, I think that 6 is All right, 7.8. 7. 7.8. I'm going to give it a, a low we're B. Going, yeah, if we're going off that. I we're was going, going go low B. Like, you got to give like, it like, like 8.1. 8.1's a low B. 78. 7. A high, high C. C. I'm cool with that. I I, I give it a I I'm give it a, a C. High C. I give it a C right plus. Uh, actually, right. if we're going, all right, let's. All right, hold on, because no, because I don't agree <laughs> hold with that. On. Because I think if we're going by like 90 to 100 is is A, 80 to 90 is B, and 70 to 80 is C, then I'm giving it an 8.4 because yeah. I give it a B. I you give ever, it a B for sure. You ever I give been it school 8. before? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Is that, is that what, how it goes? Yeah, exactly. Is that is that the yes? How it is? I don't right. think it's exactly. Well, like, nineties oh, were A, eighties were B, seventies. Right. I I <laughs> I give it an eight point four then, not a seven point four. It's definitely a B. I'm still sticking with like a seven point one. Whatever. Wow, I'm giving it a C. B. That's terrible. I'm giving it Whatever. a B. Out of out of you know Do normal like a C A B's plus, and C's, B minus movies and F's. <laughs> I give it eight point four. Giving it a B eight point four to ten minus eight point B minus so, for collateral. So, so, that's an eight. Solid eight movie. Love it, hate it, watch it. It was worth a while, I guess. Golden. <laughs>